Hello and welcome back to the Curious Cast. Uh, this episode is another weird news. So once again, I'm joined by Rob and Tom. Yo. Welcome back to the, the pod. What's up? How are we? Good. All right. It's Good. been a little while. It's been... As last time was Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. The Christmas special. Been looking forward yeah. to chatting. It's good. Not looking forward to my backache. Um, <laughs> crouching because I haven't got a table and chairs. You should put a photo of your setup in the Instagram or something just to, for oh, context. Yeah. Well, yeah, take a photo of it off this. I'll put it on the screen yeah. now. So if anyone's watching yeah. on YouTube, they can see your I'll awful get, little setup. Yeah. Lynn to take a picture of me sitting like this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so why have you sold all your stuff? Because uh, we're moving out of this apartment. Uh, oh, we, right. we had a, we've got a leak in the uh, in the roof, um, so the landlords let us leave a bit early. So we're going to move back to my parents for a bit. Oh, fair enough. Um, but obviously we need to get rid of all the furniture. <laughs> we were going to get rid of it anyway. But yeah, so, didn't think it through. A, it's been a disaster. I haven't got a table. We haven't got chairs. I've got rid of my headphones. I've had to find a new pair of headphones. I was lucky um, you had them. They're really cool, right? Really. So I'm currently sitting on five pillows. <laughs> the, the microphone is on a recycling bin. <laughs> And the, the Mac is on a bedside cabinet, so it's really good. It's all good. The, the stuff we go through to to record this podcast. Yeah, so all those twenty listeners, yeah. I hope yeah. you really appreciate, appreciate it. it. Yeah. Wicked. Um, so yeah, as as we said before, this is a another weird news. Um, so uh, a classic, Curious Cast classic, you, you could say. Love um, it. I, I found that... a good website. So I say I found a good website for some weird news. That an absolute. Absolute wealth of weird news, and, he, uh, and I, I like to when I'm looking. I don't want to be. Like, I think I can't look on like page one of Google results, you know, because it's a bit obvious. And you guys might have also done it. So I'll, I'll hit like nine or something and go through there. <laughs> and uh, and I found like it's like a an Indian news website, and they've got like a weird news section. So I thought, come on, this is oh, surely nice. there's no chance of a clash here. And ironically, I did find an article that we spoke about before, which I'm going to mention just because <laughs> I found it funny that I found it, but. The problem I find with that is sometimes you find something really good, but there's just there's nothing to the story. It's like four lines. <laughs> yeah, I've got one of those as well. Yeah, and, and yeah. it's so obscure that you just can't find any other information yeah. about it. Yeah, all the ones yeah. I was looking through earlier that were definitely fake. They were just completely made up, uh, ridiculous <laughs> stories. I don't know why someone's done it, just obviously to get clicks and just have a laugh. It's but strange, I, it? I read it and I'm thinking, this is gold. This is pure <laughs> podcast content. And uh, it's once I get to the end, I sort of read over it again and realize that this is just make-believe it's because your absolute journalistic integrity here you just you have mm. to find out if it's real isn't it? yeah whereas like episode three or four of the podcast we <laughs> just said it like, <laughs> yeah i bet we got i bet if we went back and looked at the very first episodes half the story is just not even true <laughs> just nonsense yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is no they fat were, they were good stories what's <laughs> <laughs> going on with the fat bird there's fat birds all the time yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got a. I actually got a letter from the council the other day, tell me to stop flushing things down there. But uh, yeah, telling you to stop feeding. No, it. Not not specifically <laughs> me, but I think the, the general area just saying yeah. nothing should go down your drains other than you know water and shit. Basically, uh, <laughs> they're saying not put any wipes down there, don't put oil down there, stuff like that. Nice. But moving on, I guess moving away from the fatbergs. <laughs> that's episode one <laughs> news. Thank you very much, uh, Dagnum Council. For your, uh, <laughs> Yeah. A great statement. So what are you saying? You want to go first, Tom? Yeah, I'll go. Uh, 
I'll just jump straight into it. Uh, anyone who yeah. remembers, I think it might have been our last weird news episode. Uh, it's episode four of the podcast. And we spoke about, it was a story that Rob brought onto the podcast, which was you initially spoke about NASA's experiments with dolphins on LSD and seeing if they could communicate with dolphins. Mm. And then that sort of devolved into people having sex with dolphins. And, <laughs> Obviously. In, and in particular, <laughs> there was a story about a man called Malcolm Brenner who had had sex with a dolphin when he was in his early 20s and he worked at a, a water theme park place, like a sea life kind of place. Uh, it's called Florida Land. And he had sex with a dolphin multiple times who he was attracted to and who the dolphin was attracted to him. And like the headline of the article was uh, man has sex with dolphin named Dolly and claims that she seduced him. And, you know, we sat and had a laugh about yeah. it. And it was, you know, it's pretty funny to read, right? I couldn't remember yeah. where the, uh, the context for this is. I'm glad you're recapping. Yeah. So mm. that, was, that was the story that we spoke about a few months ago now. And I sort of looked him up and had a little look into who this guy is. He, he has a book. He wrote a novel about it called Wet Goddess, Recollections of a Dolphin Lover. And so I was sort of flicking through um some sort of like excerpts from that book found it quite interesting and read some other things about Malcolm and uh it just seemed like a really interesting guy so i got in contact with him and we uh we had a little had a little chat and that video uh is up on our youtube channel so a lot of people listening to this might have already seen it if you haven't seen it yet then you're missing out it's a uh, it's it's a good video. There's about 30, 40 minutes of content where I'm talking to Malcolm about everything from having sex with the aliens. Uh, with the aliens? aliens. <laughs> Not the aliens. He was having sex with dolphins, but we also spoke about aliens as well. We spoke about... Uh, the Doesn't he at one point suggest that the dolphins may be aliens or that the aliens would speak to them? Or does he go as far as to say that they are aliens? Because some people do say that, don't they? He... Yeah. I can't remember whether he like, says that. Like octopi as well. Yeah, he sort of implies Octopus. that... Dolphins have been here for an extremely long time compared to humans, and yeah. they they've just reached peak evolution. They haven't, uh, you know, they haven't changed in so long because they've perfected their their bodies and potentially their minds as well. So yeah. they're just, you know, chilling and sort of like slowly progressing, maybe. But they've been here so long and they've seen so much of of the world that if there are aliens that have come to the Earth, then there's a good chance that the dolphins would have you know either seen them or had contact with them or hung out with them yeah. or communicated with them maybe it's not a bad theory to be honest no um i'm in yeah it yeah. is a good one yeah. so what we'll do is we'll uh we'll play a short section of the interview we're going to play about 10 minutes of the interview now for everyone listening to this to listen to and if you want to listen to the rest of it then head over to our youtube channel and you can watch the full video. And then there is even a bonus video, which is about an hour long, uh, where there's even more uh, interesting conversation going on. So we'll play that video now and see you in 10 minutes. Hello, can you hear me? Hello, I can hear you, Malcolm. How are you? Oh, I'm okay this morning. Okay, good. A little slow to wake up, but that's uh, normal at my age. <laughs> I guess uh, for the audience, would you like to introduce yourself? Who are you? 
I'm Malcolm J. Brenner. I'm a writer and photographer, and a reporter was my trade when I was working. I'm retired now. In 1970, I had a rather fascinating love affair with a female bottlenose dolphin, which most people don't have. And uh, I've been trying to tell the people, uh, tell people what the dolphins are and what they are up to, possibly on this planet, ever since. You do have a book, uh, which is probably the book that you're most known for, uh, relating to the dolphin dolly. Right. Uh, that right. book is titled wet goddess recollections of a dolphin lover right it's as close as i could write to what actually happened to me uh without getting sued by any of the people that are mentioned in the book not not as themselves of course but as mere characters yeah but are still alive of course so inspired by true events and then i guess for anybody who also wants to know the nitty-gritty dirty details there's also uh, a short documentary that you you told me about which was called dolphin lover um, right. and that pretty much summarizes uh, the experience well that's why i made the film dolphin lover because it's basically it's like the cliff notes versions version of uh wet goddess and uh uh, the only thing that really has been left out of that, because there wasn't enough time or budget, uh, was the fact that I had uh, rather extensive telepathic communications with the dolphin, which is really weird if you think about it, but it turns out I'm not the only guy on the planet who has this particular delusion. This is a real thing. Scientists don't acknowledge it because scientists don't acknowledge about half of what's going on because it's not repeatable in a lab. Uh, of course, you've had a lot of time to think about and sort of interpret the uh, the experience yeah. that you had back in the 70s. Uh, it wasn't just sex. There was a connection between you and Dolly, and the connection was not just one way. It wasn't just that you you know, fell in love with a dolphin, but Dolly also connected with you as well. Let's be absolutely clear about one thing. Yes. When I first went to Florida Funland, or Florida Land, you know, the real name of the park, Florida Land, I didn't have any idea what dolphins were like. I had read a little bit about them. Everything that happened at the park was Dolly's idea. The dolphin took the initiative in reaching out to me, both personally and sexually and I think she reached out sexually because of one thing dolphins have sex the way humans shake hands what that tells me is that dolphins attach some meanings to sex that we don't most dolphins that get caught are just concerned with getting by in captivity and earning their fish and, you know, keeping their weight up and keeping their masters happy. I think Dolly was something different. I think she was the dolphin equivalent of a scientist. Okay. And she was studying her captors, human beings. And she was asking this question, why won't humans shake hands with us? You get it? Shake mm. hands? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'm following. <laughs> the yeah. thing is, I think the dolphins are asking a real question there. And in their society, in their way of life, it's a completely legitimate question. Come on, let's have sex. Just yeah. for fun. 
just to get to know you better. Let's have sex. When I came along, the first time I got in the water with her, she wouldn't come near me. And I thought, what's wrong with this? You know, what's wrong with my hands? You know, just average human hands. And um, a bunch of thoughts went through my mind about what we humans do with our hands. And one of them, because I was, you know, a 20-year-old male and horny, uh, was that we use our hands in foreplay. Mm -hmm. When that thought crossed my mind, the dolphin stopped swimming around, stuck her head out of the water and looked at me for about a minute. And then she swam right over to me and let me stroke her head. So that was the first time that I got a clue that dolphins can intercept your thoughts. So the they, so in that moment, Dolly the dolphin read your mind. She realized I was a zoophile. Okay, that I might be a good experimental subject for her. I had no designs on a dolphin that time. I, I was more or less into sex with dogs. And uh, I hadn't had any, but uh, I had tried. And um, I frankly didn't want to get involved with the dolphin sexually. The dolphin found me irresistible. And every time I went down to the park, her attention was focused on me. And Dolly became sort of a thing in herself. I just found myself becoming fascinated with her, becoming more attracted to her, especially after I explained or tried to explain human sex to her. <clears throat> her courtship took on a new dimension. It became very gentle, very erotic. I don't know how I got through to her if it wasn't telepathically, but something changed. And the dolphin began treating me with a newfound respect for my humanness. She was masturbating on me. She was rubbing her, her genital slit, which is, you know, the opening of her vagina, uh, against me uh, to masturbate. And, and one time, uh, she actually had a climax. I know because, you know, she threw her head out of the water and was looking at me right in the eyes uh, as she was masturbating on my foot. <sighs> this, she was put up in the main pool with five male dolphins. She still preferred me. Why do, you, I, why do you think that was? Because I was an interesting subject and because she is deciding she actually liked me. <laughs> <laughs> Many UFOs, it turns out, like the ones uh, reported in the Tic Tac case, are seen over or entering or leaving the ocean. UFOs do seem to have something to do with the sea. And who is in a better position to know what's going on in the sea than the dolphins? So whether these things have underwater bases, whether they're just using our planet as a kind of transit zone or, you know, need to cool down their uh, hyperflux engines or whatever in the ocean, I don't know, but I'll bet the dolphins do. Maybe. And I'll bet they've had a much longer association with whoever is running the UFOs than we have because they've been here longer. There's all kinds of questions we can answer if we could talk to dolphins. Your other book. So you have, uh, it's a 2012 book uh, titled Growing Up in the Orgone Box, Secrets of a Righteous Childhood. Um, and 
uh, in your words, it's about growing up with parents who uh, have an illogical belief in a bizarre pseudo scientific quasi cult. Yeah. Let me put you in my place for a minute. Yep. I'm five years old. My parents are taking me to the psychiatrist because I had a very difficult birth. My mother's uh, cervix clamped down around my forehead as I was being born. She went into a spasm. And my father said that when I came out, I was blue from the middle of my forehead to the top of my head because, wow. yeah. Uh, so, and this psychiatrist, who is a close associate of Dr. Reich's, his name was uh, Dr. Duval, Dr. Alan Duval, I think. Albert. Albert, yeah, whatever. Long time. I had a lot of tension from that. Unfortunately, Dr. Duval just made it worse. He was he was a pedophile. Uh, he was a, uh, a sadist. He tortured the kids that were sent to him for therapy. He and I've talked to several of them. They all tell the same story of being tortured by Dr. Duval, of him threatening them in silence, of them telling their parents anyway, and not being believed. And this is where the cult-like aspects of the the followers of Wilhelm Reich begin to emerge. And the uh, experience that you had with uh, uh, Dr. Duval, uh, mm -hmm. do you directly relate that to your uh, sort of like sexual desires uh, later on in life, uh, in your um, you know teens and early twenties? It's just personal opinion, but I believe zoophiles are made, not born. Other zoophiles disagree with me. But I believe there has to be something pretty terrible happen to you early in life while your sexuality is still in its infantile or childlike form that makes you lose all trust and all interest in human sexual partners. And once you do that, animals start looking pretty good. I want to talk about aliens. So you... Oh, you do? Yeah, so you mentioned... Or I want you to talk about aliens more than anything. Uh, I met a woman in uh, Farmington. Uh, this was my second wife. And the experience she had was waking up one night and finding a man in a silver suit standing in her room. And she couldn't explain this, but he was injured. He had blood on his face. And uh, silently, he begged her to get up. He couldn't speak. And she did get up, and he, he, he took her by the hand and led her through the dark woods to a crashed spaceship. And if you want to hear the rest of that story, then head over to our YouTube channel, listen to the full interview, and get all of the details from Malcolm himself. What did you think, boys? Yeah. Interesting. It's, it is interesting. Very interesting. Uh, I wrote a couple of things down after listening to it because there was just a couple of things I wanted to remember to bring yeah, up. I know yeah. we spoke spoke about it already. There is a lot to take in. There's a lot to take in. Yeah. Um, the the things I wrote now. Now I'm looking at. I've wrote like three things down, and they're not that insightful. <laughs> one of, one of them was that. Uh, I found it funny when he was saying about trying to roll a joint under difficult conditions. <laughs> <laughs> just, that just like spoke to me. I was like, yes, mate, I've been there. <laughs> uh, 
Um, well, and I said, oh, and I said, I just said about the, the, the general alien thing, which we kind of spoke about a bit before this. How, like, yeah, it's not a bad theory. Um, I don't think that's his theory per se, is it? Is that, or, or is it? Is that one of his faults? I or think that, gen- yeah, that is one of his. What the the yeah. um, the dolphins would have communicated with aliens if, if yeah, aliens, yeah. I think that is yeah. a general belief of his. I don't think, and they do appear around water a lot, don't they? Like he he mentions the tic tac, which is one we spoke about, and that's all underwater isn't it and yeah yeah so that was one of his points is that a lot of ufo sightings tend to be over water or they're coming out of the water or they disappear into yeah. the water and you know there's a chance that maybe they've got some kind of like you know base under the water or they just that's where they go to hide and obviously yeah. if there was aliens going under the water then dolphins would probably know about it yeah but yeah, it's, I mean, and I mean, it obviously has some uh, has some quite bleak parts, you know, that he speaks about. Um, but it's fair, kind of fair enough that it, I've never really seen anyone like straight up acknowledge that, it, you know, the zoophilia thing is like is a, is created, and it no, no one's kind of meant to be like that, and mm. and it's a condition of uh, even though like, I mean, it was like at least okay that he acknowledged that because it, it is. It is fucked up to have sex with an animal like that. They ain't consenting as much as he thinks that <laughs> that, that it did. Uh, and obviously, there's the line there of like, eh. I spoke to a couple of mates about, it and, they, and one of them was just like, "Why are you fucking like <laughs> sort of like giving him platform, whatever?" And I was like, "It's hardly a huge platform anyway." But <laughs> he says something like, "Why are you legitimizing him or something?" I was like, "I don't think that's what's going on." But I think he. Um... You know, he said he hasn't done it since, right? That's yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I don't think, I think you get. He's... I don't think he gets the opportunity really, do you? Much? Yeah. It's a so, kind of. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're going to rehire him. But he's not. He's. It's. You know, he's not like a um a serial dolphin. You know, f- I don't know what the zoophile uh, is. The Casanova. Word, he's not going around like seducing <laughs> dolphins. You know, all, all around the world. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose it's a. You know, maybe if he was an active. Yeah, dolphin Casanova. Then maybe you know it'd be different. Yeah, but, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I it was, if you've it was done it, and it's, it's interesting to talk about it. There's no denying that it's it's of interest. Yeah, like yeah. aren't many people that have done that. So, well, I don't think so. Anyway, it's probably more people than than you, than you realise. <laughs> <I reckon. laughs> but it got all the people that really work at SeaWorld. Hey, it got all the people that work at like Sea Life Centres, isn't it? Because what's the chances? Of you like managing to get a dolphin to come near enough to you Out in, in the, the wild. wild. Yeah. <laughs> One part of the interview, you know, I think it might have been the bit when he was talking about the um, rolling the joint. Like, I might have like misheard, but it sounded like he was just on a beach. He wasn't in like. Um... Yeah. And, and the dolphin mm. was talking to him from the water at this point, yeah. wasn't he? That's what so he that said. was like his, the first, you know, point that he you know, sort of says he had this connection with a dolphin. But that wasn't the same dolphin, was it? That was just a. Don't believe so, no, because the dolphin yeah. would have been unless the dolphin has like a a long range form of communication and can you know has like a permanent seed planted in his brain. Maybe I don't know. But, well, the sea life centre could be near the near the water. A lot of them are, sadly, aren't they? Like, oh kind of... yeah, it is actually because yeah. Um, I don't know if he mentioned it or if it was a bit that I edited out, but he says that Dolly was the only dolphin in the world other than the ones that are used by the military to that could was trained to go out into 
open waters. So oh, Dolly he, would, he didn't he didn't mention that. Dolly, yeah. So Dolly would go out into open waters and uh, swim alongside this boat, and they would like throw fish off the boat, and she would jump up okay. and stuff, and then she would come back. Uh, <laughs> but right, then, right. and he said sometimes she did escape, and then like a few days later she would come back, and Mad. so she obviously had, you know, she had the ability to escape if she wanted to. But didn't. He has proof as well for Lawford, who didn't believe that. I was going to say dolphins yeah. and whales. Eh? So he actually said because that wasn't in the clip that we, that we listened to. Oh, might, no. Maybe it's in the hour. I think one, it's in the hour so long. Yeah. You spoke about military trained dolphins. Yeah. So yeah. Brilliant. The, the, did, did, there you, is... did you sort of mention your expertise in that area? Or? I didn't because it was it was it was brushed over. There was yeah. there was quite a lot. Of, to be honest, there was quite a lot of moments in the interview where. There was a lot coming at me pretty quickly, uh, yeah. and uh, my brain sort of processing something that he said thirty seconds ago, and he's saying something new. And yeah, yeah, you know, there's a million questions I could ask, and I, you know, I had to pick and choose what road we were going down a lot of the time. Yeah. Otherwise, it would have been a fucking like, ten hour chat. I think, like, <laughs> <laughs> it would have gone on forever. Yeah, it's funny. And, like, Fair play to him for coming and chatting, though. I yeah, mean, yeah. Thank you, Malcolm, we... for, yeah. for joining in yeah. and, and being being up for it. And, and for talking about some personal stuff as well, you know, it's not uh, not all fun and games that interview. Yeah, so no, yeah. Props to yeah, Malcolm for playing. discussing yeah, exactly. some stuff yeah. that normally people wouldn't really want to discuss. So it, yeah, did, true. Yeah, it did get pretty deep. There's a there was also because he you know he spoke about a lot of his troubles uh, in his childhood, and it got pretty you know it gets pretty deep and pretty real. And you know when I was talking to him, I, you know I had a little. You know, we had a little bit like, oh, that's really awful. I'm sorry you went through that, blah, blah, blah. And then as that, as we kind of went out of that lull, we started talking about aliens. But I thought for the video, it wouldn't be good for us to be like, oh, I'm so sorry, but I'm having like a chat. So I cut it and it sounds a bit awful because he's basically saying like, oh, yeah, I was abused as a kid and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, man. And I was like, so I want to talk about aliens. <laughs> and like, <laughs> and like, that's the way yeah, it's it edited. Straight yeah. away, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we have That's to... not how I played out in real life. <laughs> no, yeah, there was a lot of trimming. <laughs> That, uh, that went yeah. on, but um, yeah, yeah great work again, though, Tom. Malcolm J. Brenner, the yeah. dolphin lover. Yeah, sick, and many more. Hopefully, interviews to come. Yeah. So yeah, I guess we've some lined up, and Tom's got his list. Let's check yeah, it twice. There's um, there's a big list of people that we're trying to get. Some are a bit more difficult than others. That we have had a couple. I'll, I'll talk to you guys after. We have had a couple decline, but um, we'll uh, we'll get some good ones. Nice. Don't tell me Esau Fat is declined. <laughs> I haven't reached out to him yet. He's, uh, I'm gathering more intel. <laughs> so, so you cracking on with your stories as well? Yeah. So, uh, I'll only, I'll just, I'll bang out one of them, and uh, this one's pretty funny, I guess. Uh, I'm going to link it for you. This is a man who injected himself with magic mushrooms. And the fungi started to grow in I his see this. blood system. I saw this. I saw this headline come up. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Go on. I didn't actually read it. Yeah. So essentially, a thirty-year-old man. Oh, okay. It says he has bipolar disorder. Uh, I didn't get. I didn't get that far. I didn't get five words into it. Yeah. Um, a bi- <laughs> a thirty-year-old man with bipolar disorder injected himself with magic mushrooms. Which contain contain the psychedelic drug psilocybin in a failed attempt at a trip. Psychedelic mushrooms are meant to be eaten or drank, not injected. The mushrooms grew in the man's bloodstream and caused his body to go into organ failure. 
Uh, he's being treated so with long-term use of antifungals and antibiotics. Um, it is fucking mental. Obviously, this guy, uh, now I know he has bipolar disorder, which is mentally unstable. But, you know, maybe he was taking psychedelics to help out with his bipolar well, disorder. Well, yeah, pe- pe- people do that. And I get, I've, I've, does, does it say in there whether or not, but like he was doing it as a, to try and ease symptoms or something? Because people, there are a lot of people who believe that microdosing it and stuff like that um, I think can, says, can ease yeah. symptoms and stuff. All, all, all kinds of... Because uh, it, it does alter... You know, the point of it is it does alter your state of mind. So a lot of people think that, it, you know, you have an altered state of mind when, you, when, when you're having... When you're suffering with mental health issues. Yeah. So why not try and alter it the other way? And it could be positive. I think it does say that he read about the potential for... Yeah. For so to <laughs> now that I'm actually depression. reading oh, the article, <laughs> it says that... He had bipolar disorder type 1. I don't know. Didn't know there was types. But the doctors no. who wrote the, uh, the case study learned he hadn't been taking his medication. So he'd been going through manic and depressive episodes. During recent episodes related to his bipolar disorder, he researched how he could decrease his opioid use at home, his family said. That's when he read about the potential for psilocybin, the drug found in psychedelic mushrooms, aka magic mushrooms. So I guess he was reading about them. But surely... Oh, injected it in, that's deep, that's, man. Yeah. So it says that they were growing, like they were physically so it, growing was it, was in, it fucking his, him up? in his veins. Yeah, yeah like, so I, I actually went to a, a fungal, like, museum or like a, like an exhibition. <laughs> it was like a fungus mm. exhibition or something that Rosie wanted to go to. And uh, it was quite a small one, but they were just... There was like a, a thing that was like the history of mushrooms and fungus and how they've been used in all different cultures and stuff. And then there was another bit that was all about the psychedelic nature of them. And then there was a part that was maybe like the more scientific side of it. And they were talking about how fungus can grow anywhere. Like it's so, uh, I guess not anywhere. Like it has to be, it essentially has to be damp and dark and it can grow. And... Mm. That's like the inside of a human, I guess. Is it's is it's it's damp and dark. But so was nice. it just really like spores were starting to develop? I, I doubt like actual little mushrooms. Like, like you know, they put that's that picture what, up and you're like expecting yeah, little mushrooms yeah. inside it, him. It but... says there's a, it says doctors found mushrooms growing inside the man's bloodstream. Oh, that's a freak. Uh, oh, I can't. Yeah. So it says when it people must... want to trip on psychedelic mushrooms, they consume them as is or in the form of powder put into put into a capsule or tea that is then swallowed. Uh, so you're only meant to eat it, really. It's meant to go in your stomach and then, you know, get digested and then the chemicals give you give you a nice little trip. But, uh, Do you reckon he was tripping? Because obviously he was really unwell. He was like, fuck, but he must would it have be tripped. giving him yeah. some sort of crazy trip it must have, uh, with it in his bloodstream? Yeah, but I don't think it would have... Maybe, actually. I don't know whether, yeah. whether they, it has... You know, like some drugs work in via the bloodstream and others are absorbed well i think i think mm. the impact it was having on his organs was probably having a worse a uh, stronger effect on him than the mental side effects probably yeah uh, it says in the in the main case study but the man in the case study boiled the mushrooms in water filtered through filtered the liquid through a cotton swab and then injected the substance into his bloodstream oh, Jesus. so basically just boiled them and I guess so concentrated. Tried to take it, mushrooms yeah. in, intravenously. Yeah. yeah. A couple of days later, he started to become overly tired, vomited blood, developed jaundice, diarrhea, and nausea. 
His family found him soon after and took him to the hospital. Christ. And so, yeah, I think he probably was tripping balls as well then. Yeah. I imagine so. Because surely if you was throwing up blood and had all those symptoms, you would go straight to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, you'd And it, it's, yeah, you'd it's not even like he was in America where he's like, oh, the, the, the medical bill's going to be crazy. He was in the <laughs> Netherlands. Like, you know, they've got good, oh, good shit out there, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, it does say here that when the doctors met the man, he couldn't give co- coherent interview answers. Mm. So, maybe, you know, he, he was probably just just absolutely, yeah, absolutely sideways. He yeah. had a liver Christ. injury. His kidneys weren't functioning properly and started to go into organ failure. Fucking hell. He probably had like half a day left and he would have been dead. Did he, has he made it for recovery? Or was he still in, is this like a recent thing? Is he still in hospital at the moment? I think or? he's, I think he's out and he just needs to keep taking antifungal medication and antibiotics but it says here it says like to answer the question about whether they were growing or not the mushrooms which thrive in dark places had begun to grow in the man's bloodstream causing the aforementioned health issues he needs to be put on a ventilator to breathe and his blood filtered for toxins so i guess they just filtered out filtered his blood i don't know how they do that but you know Blood it goes out through a machine, doesn't it? Yeah, you take yeah. it out, filter it, and put it back in again. It's like how they get well, the they plasma leukemia out of your or something. Or... Isn't that like know. part of cancer treatment? People have to go for dialysis. Dialysis is. Oh, no, it's your, that's your no, kidneys. That's kidneys, yeah. That's, you bet that's that. They take your blood out and put it back in again, yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, he was kept like in. Four for... hours at a time, you just have to sit there, didn't you? Yeah. Mm. yeah. A bit boring, isn't Rubbish. it? Rubbish. Uh, <laughs> doctors kept the man in the hospital for 22 days and gave him two antibiotics and one antifungal treatment. Two antibiotics. Uh, <laughs> 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 what? He was kept here for 22 days, given two antibiotics. Uh, <laughs> Maybe they mean two different courses of antibiotics, uh, yeah. not like, here's uh, two tablets <laughs> on your way. Yeah. Oh, it says you can't have more than two. <laughs> That's in four hours. No, no. <laughs> uh, which he was prescribed to continue taking for the long term after he left hospital. And that was uh, that. Was that. I wonder yeah, what dead. kind of trip he was having. I bet he did have a good trip before sound good, he started. Uh, no, I bet that was not pleasant. Before he started, you know, dying. I wonder if he's signed off of mushrooms now. If that's it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it would because it sounds like that was his first time, like trying. No, maybe mushrooms. not. Maybe he was a seasoned mushroom user and was well, like, it says the amount it, I'm doing it so far yeah, ain't maybe. doing it enough." Because mm. it did, so I needed... did say on there that he'd like he'd read or he'd heard about. Um, effects of them on like depression and stuff so maybe, oh, right. maybe was, i don't know maybe he was already taking them and then he's thought oh maybe i should get back into them surely if he was good you know them, if, if this was your first time taking magic mushrooms and you almost died because you grew them inside your blood maybe maybe you're signing probably put you off a little wouldn't you yeah, yeah. someone did comment on the uh this was posted on reddit and someone commented and said similar to what you said which was imagine if it did uh keep growing and just kept him high forever. <laughs> and he said, I'd save so much money. <laughs> well, like, you can imagine, like, you know, that like, future armor episode where he, he has like 50 cups of coffee in a day or something like that, isn't it? And he, he's seen that one. And, and when he gets number 50, he, like, pings to, like, this godlike creature. Like, maybe that's just what, what he would have became. He would have been this, like, ah, and this, like, almighty enlightened being. Maybe. Because people say that when you trip on mushrooms you, or, or, like, DMT and stuff like that, that you're actually accessing you interact, yeah. another dimension. Mm. I love, I love interact- all that stuff. Yeah. He just gets yeah. permanently trapped in that dimension. He's just there. He's, yeah, and he just walks around. He's enlightened being. He's like, a, he's like Buddha. You know, like he reaches Nirvana straight away. Like, have you seen um, uh, 
there's a, a really good theory about well it, it, a tangent about people taking lsd and and like psycho uh, psychedelics to interact with like gods and stuff obviously you've got things like ayahuasca in mm. um the amazon and there's peyote as well where tribes use that as part of their like cultural uh, mm-hmm. traditions to interact with their ancestors and stuff i think peyote but, is the cactus from which you extract ayahuasca i think but is it i I'm, thought ayahuasca I'm, 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 is in wrong, the amazon it. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Either or. They're, they're, yeah. I think they like the similar sort of things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there was a good uh, Joe Rogan guest called Graham Hancock. I don't know if you ever heard I've of him. I've seen him, yeah, yeah. So he his big thing is that he believes there there was like a, a civilization, an, an advanced civilization that was wiped out mm. uh, sort of however, however long ago. Um, not like us, not advanced to the level of today, but like advanced enough. Mm. And that it used to be, it used to revolve around the use of psychedelics. Oh, what to, a time to live! To you know, talk yeah. to their ancestors. I was born in the wrong generation. And, <laughs> <laughs> um, and he believes that now, you know, that these tribes that still use ayahuasca are like the last remnants of that, you know, sort of mm. culture or that that way of life. Yeah. It is interesting, like when you it hear about people's yeah. experiences of ayahuasca and DMT, like. Sounds mental. I mean, I'd love to do ayahuasca. Lynn's like dead against it. She's well, a lot of people talk about experiencing the same thing as well, don't they? Yeah. They talk about this exact like really same similar thing, thing, like a yeah. being, like, an, yeah. like a, 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 a god, but yeah. they will describe it the same way. Yeah. Um, yeah, Madness. it's really interesting. If, if anyone wants to like listen to it, it's just interesting hearing him talk about this culture and his theories of this, you know, lost civilization that it all lines up with all of these global cataclysms and. Mm. It's really, really, really good. There's, there's two or three episodes. Um, yeah, they are good. Yeah, the Ayahuasca stuff is really interesting. Right. Recommendations there. Here we go. <laughs> this is not going to turn into we'll a recommendation help, podcast. No, we'll help out Joe Rogan get a few more listeners. <laughs> <laughs> well, I heard he's he's struggling since yeah, he's gone uh, over uh, to Spotify uh, now. You know, this, people don't like it. He's not on YouTube anymore. I don't think no. that's true. I'm sure he gets a healthy amount. <laughs> he's, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's one more I'll, I'll I'll talk about. It'll be a, this is a quick one, you know. Um, Go on. Still along. I also, the... also want to know one of your ones that turned out to not be true. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this one's another drug-related one. But man tried to smuggle thirty-four thousand dollars worth of cocaine under his toupee. Uh, <laughs> this one's this one's mostly funny because of the photo. So if you click on that article that I sent, there's a a photo that, <laughs> um, you know, those uh, police Twitter accounts that we all love. Uh, yeah, they tweeted, this is like the national police of Spain, I think. Uh, yeah, he was going through Barcelona airport and he was caught smuggling a big bag of cocaine <laughs> under on his head. <laughs> and it's under his two face. His hair just looks so... That's ridiculous. ridiculous. And then they've, That's brilliant. So they've taken a photo of him, like a profile shot with the toupee on. And then they've got a, a face on uh, mugshot of him with the toupee off and just a bag sitting on his head. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way they've made him pose with that bag on still. Like, and it must just be like at customs as well. They've done yeah. that. <laughs> he was like the, the what gave it away. It wasn't like the big lump on his head, but he was just oh, walking oh, really. Oh no, he's gone. <laughs> he's cut off. Oh, there he is. Oh, no, You're back. back. You're back. Sorry, sorry about that. You cut. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was just saying. Do you think the reason why um, he got caught? It wasn't like the hair. 
It was just because he was walking around really straight. <laughs> yeah, yeah he must have been. Yeah. Have, because he, he can't really tape it down much, can he? Must have, unless he put like double-sided tape under it or like 3M I don't know. tape, How do maybe. toupees stay on? Are they like glued on or are they just... It's some sort of tape probably, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. Do they have like toupee glue? Or do know. they have like a little chin strap? <laughs> like it only works <laughs> they also have a beard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it says... Uh, it says here, the precariously perched hairpiece documented in photos tweeted by the agency raised authorities' suspicion at the airport in Barcelona. Uh, Spanish paper La Vanguardia reported hidden underneath was half a kilogram, about a pound of cocaine. Uh, side by side photos. What's that, 500 grams? Yeah. 500, yeah, wow. Yeah, big old bag. Uh, it says, one picture captures the dark-coloured toupee protruding several inches above his head, oddly thick in contrast to the close-cropped <laughs> hair below. Uh, the, other, <laughs> the other shows what appears to be the package the police say he's trying to smuggle through the airport. Not pictured is the hat that the police say the toupee bulged out of. <laughs> so, yeah, the hat as well, brilliant. I love it. It says here, the man who appeared nervous. I mean, I would be nervous if I had... I get that nervous walking through on. the airport as a perfectly, you know, law-abiding, yeah, like innocent man. <laughs> yeah. I love that picture of him without the toupee and just a little bag on his head. <laughs> yeah. So I, good. I, I know someone that, uh, <laughs> I mean, obviously uh, no names mentioned, but uh, someone that I know of someone that, that I know um, smuggled some uh, weed back from Amsterdam once. And um, thought it'd be a good idea to tape it to their bell end, <laughs> <laughs> like taped it all round, like this thing like that. And remember, like a load of us said afterwards, like you, you, you better just having it in your pocket. Like it really weren't that much either. Well, like it was loads. It was probably yeah. like a twenty bag, you know, and just like taped it to the. It's like if you get caught like that, you're trying to smuggle. Yeah. Whereas if it, you, like, yeah, at least you could say, oh, "I forgot." Oh, whatever. Yeah, oh, yeah. Forgot. They yeah. probably get it all small... the time where they'll just be yeah. like, "Yeah, take it off you." And like, yeah, just take it. it off you probably. Yeah. But, you but could like just say, that, you it could looks also like you're try really it. trying. You say, "Why have you got loads of?" marijuana in your foreskin so oh, i just forgot <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it must have been so uncomfortable as well i mean it's not a long flight but <laughs> <laughs> oh god it's brilliant that um that and the the clip of the santa busting down the door from the, the last <laughs> that was episode, great that was two of my favorite little police things i think so far that was, Have you I got two it. different flasks with you, Tom? Have you got like one with different items in? No, they're both filled with water, but I just finished one. Oh, okay. I drink oh, a lot okay. of water. It's so yeah, hot Yeah, fucking hell, yeah. And this is yeah. you don't need a piss. Um, I, I will do it. I will do it now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that... I, I, can't, I can't leave. If I need a wee, I can't get back into position here, so I need to just, <laughs> I just have to wee. Just go where you are. Yeah, you're moving out anyway, so fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> You've already got a leak, so just have a leak on the floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a yellow leak. All right, so in the ones that um, <laughs> I definitely think are fake, uh, one that I know is fake, this one was hilarious. Um, confused, jealous wife stabs husband after seeing younger self in photos. So the story is that this woman uh, saw a photo on this guy's phone. Right? He'd set his wallpaper to a picture of her and him when they were younger. And she thought it was a photo of him with a much younger woman, like had his arm around this younger woman. So she stabbed oh, him. I heard about this. So is it fake? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so oh, no. she started stabbing him and he was like, 
he tried to explain like no 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 you just look different because you know you was a lot younger then and then she just carried on like stabbing him um <laughs> the story is that he survived and you know she's in prison there's a mugshot here but um if you reverse image search at a photo it comes up uh from a completely different story so it's just not true in the slightest. Yeah, someone's just made that up. <laughs> Do you not think that maybe they've just used like a, a photo? Because it says photo contributed. Like the story could be true, but that photo might just be one. But they didn't have a photo. Grabbed. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, that looks like just a cartel photo or like a Mexican drug bust or something, right? She's just like being cool. So maybe the actual story is true. But they needed they needed pictures artwork yeah. for it, so they went. I really want it to be true. <laughs> it could be true, maybe. Yeah. Um, Oh, there's another article here which is even longer based on it. But yeah, it says like he also added that back in time they looked different as they were both young and slim. Uh, and <laughs> I guess maybe she weren't happy about that either. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the that was a story that I don't think was real. And oh, see. Maybe that can be on a re- the return of was we chatting shit last week? <laughs> maybe I'll reach. I'll get an interview with her oh, last or him. Yeah. <laughs> um, Maybe we should just have a, a fake news episode where we just find ridiculous fake articles. <laughs> I think that's the, uh, probably some of the episodes of uh, <laughs> yeah. okay. all of George's Daily Star articles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going to the uh, the archive, the yeah. Curious Cast archive. There was another one. This one was in the news only about a week or two ago. So I'm hoping that you guys don't have this as one of yours. But okay. Teenagers offer free squirts of hand sanitizer to shoppers in Bradford, but it's super glue. And no, I did this, not see that. This, this was, I saw it everywhere. It was like in the metro, you know, all the outlets are tweeting about it. Everyone's retweeting and laughing about it. But it says that apparently these teenagers were hanging around outside like a supermarket and just offering people like, oh, free hand sanitizer. Like, we're just trying to keep everyone safe. And the story is a quote from this woman, Kathy Smith, uh, says she almost accepted and has no doubts, uh, has no doubts the boy with the bottle would have squirted it in her hands had she held them out, but she stopped <clears throat> short when some of the group let out a laugh. Uh, the lad approached me, showing me the bottle of sanitizer, asking if I'd like a free pump, she said. He was, oh, e- yeah. he was eagerly waiting for me to oh, hold out yeah. my hand with a massive smile on his face. They all started to laugh. I asked, what's in the bottle? He said, sanitizer while laughing. I heard one of the lads laughing and he said, fucking super glue. They all walked <laughs> off with a laugh when I said, I'll pass, thanks. So is this one that turned out not to be true? You saying? I, I, don't, don't, know I don't think it's true. I, just, I, I don't think it's true. Like, just because... It's pretty savage, to be honest. Like, it's it a pretty is savage, savage prank, yeah. isn't it? Like, um, I, saw a, a, yeah. I saw a photo on, on Twitter as well uh, where someone had taken a screenshot of this article and then another fo- and then taken a photo and the the comment was my dad got tricked by these kids outside Morrison's or whatever and it was just him standing in the living room with a shopping basket still in his hand like it was like, <laughs> like it was <laughs> stuck in his hand I, def- I don't know I was just kind of reading it and I don't think it's true but it's funny I reckon this could be true as well it probably I could be true. true. I mean, like kids and teenagers do some fucked up kids shit. Kids are pricks, they? yeah. They wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't quite think about the consequences of how much they can fuck someone up. But what that woman then is stupid. Like, if teen, if a bunch of teenagers come up to me and it's like free hand sanitizer, like, why? Like, fuck off. 
Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not entertaining this. Not, Piss not off, taking clearly. anything from a random yeah. teenager outside a shop. A shop. Yeah, yeah. Where I'm probably about to get some free hand sanitizer on the way in. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's why it seems unlikely to be true because who is saying yes to that? Yeah. And then I found this one, which was uh, a man who got busted for having a secret tunnel built between his home and his married lover's house. <laughs> so <laughs> apparently, this bricklayer in Mexico was having an affair with a neighbour and I guess wanted like a little secret passage so he didn't have to go out the front door or anything. So built a secret <laughs> tunnel uh, and there's a photo which definitely is just a... Well, it's just it's just a... It's just a, a tunnel. Of hole, yeah, it? yeah, it's just a hole. But uh, <laughs> yeah, and then he, uh, he went to go visit uh, Pamela, his lover, and his... Uh, her husband... I don't know if it's George or Jorge, but arrived home early from his job as a security worker. He checked under the bed, didn't find anyone there because he became suspicious for some reason. And then he spotted Alberto hiding behind the couch. But after moving the couch, found that Alberto had disappeared. (laughs) He then found a (laughs) hole in the floor that led to to a concealed underground secret tunnel beneath his home. Uh, He climbed into the passage and pursued Albert. After crawling along it, found that it led to Alberto's home. Uh, it's not clear how long the tunnel was, why, uh, but the couples were reportedly neighbours, uh, and then uh, Alberto pleaded with Jorge to not disclose the affair to his own wife, who was asleep at the, in the house at the time, but it says that he did tell her, and then they had a fist fight, and then someone called the police. <laughs> I just think that one's not true at all. <laughs> like, imagine, imagine how, imagine a moment of, you know, going behind your sofa and then you realise there was a massive hole in your floor leading to a Yeah, like there'd be a draft, all kinds of... Yeah. yeah. The ambience would have been different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine wanting to have an affair so much that you dig a tunnel into someone yeah, else's house on. as well. Yeah, come on. Yeah. And like, yeah no I need a photo of Pamela just to see if she is worth digging a tunnel for. <laughs> yeah, I and, and it's like, And it's like they would have been really observant. Like his wife was so observant he couldn't sneak out the door and into her door. However, he could be under under the the house, yeah. both houses for weeks with a pneumatic <laughs> drill, <Yeah. laughs> like digging away. And no one thought to ask, "What the fuck is that?" I love it. Um, Brilliant. That is my list of probably fake stories. Excellent. Well, on that on that note on that news on that note, I think I'd like to go next with my. Uh, didn't really think about it. Probably fake stories. I just, uh, I just assumed, you know, didn't didn't do the due diligence that you did, Tom. Uh, <laughs> so they could be a load of shit. Well, one of them's definitely not a load of shit. One of them, uh, it's probably likely. Another one is just like you know, like, like you said, it, it, there's really not much to it at all. Mm-hmm. So they could have easily just made it up. It, it's about a paragraph, but the idea of it uh, amused me and it reminded me of a real life story. So uh, I'll bring that one up. Um, but the first one I came across, right, just because I was talking about that, you know, I said earlier, I, was t- I found this website, right? Yeah. Um, with loads of different, uh, we were deep in there, so we had like a weird news section. And I thought, oh, I'll never find anything that we spoke about before. But I found uh, this woman couldn't find herself a man, so she married an 18th century pirate ghost. Yeah. That was, <laughs> that was your one, wasn't it, George? There was, a, there was an update to that story a little while ago. I was going to bring it up, but it wasn't. it wasn't like a really interesting one. It was just... She was talking about 
I think she's managed to secure a divorce and now she's <laughs> making, you know, she wants to get the, the word out that people need to be aware of mental health. So she's sort of come full circle and, uh, mm. you know, wants to spread the word. Yeah, but, fair um, enough. Yeah, yeah, it was a good one. That was a good it just made, made me smile when I came across that. Um, but no, one thing, uh, where is he? Right, yeah. So this was one that I found on a different website which actually led me to this one. And this one, uh, basically, again, it's one of those ones with the title kind of says it all, but it is quite interesting. Fraudsters con doctor out of $93,000 uh, by conjuring a genie to sell him Aladdin's lamp. So uh, the, 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 these um, these fraudsters in it's in India, I think. Um, so it's actually rupees. It says the amount in rupees, but that's what it converts to in dollars. Um, they basically pretended that they had this lamp, f- uh, and it was like a genie lamp, and they managed to con this guy and convince him to buy it off him. Um, it says here that uh, he was told it was in. Uh, you know, it was an an old Aladdin's lamp. They put it in inverted commas. He was told it was inhabited by an all-powerful genie. The doctor fell prey to the scheme and shelled out tens of thousands of dollars to possess the supposedly powerful lamp. Uh, according to the Guardian, the victim identified as, as if it was this article isn't in the Guardian, but maybe it was originally. The victim identified as a man named Lake Khan in. Uttar Pradesh, India, bought the fake Aladdin's lamp from a gang of reputed con artists. In his police complaint, Khan alleged that he'd met the group of scanners while treating a woman uh, who he thought was their mother. Gradually, they started telling me about a Baba, and in brackets says priest. Babas are kind of like, uh, they said priest in the, ba- in the brackets here, but I think Babas are more like, like kind of like men, deities. Yeah, holy men, yeah. And like, yeah. Y- y- they might just be like, a guy with a really long beard is a Baba, you know, and they say, and he, and he grows his beard to, to be more holy. Um, but they say there's a guy like that visited their home, um, they started brainwashing me and asked me to meet this Baba. So they've sort of tricked him. Um, the so-called priest somehow made, uh, so this Baba guy made a jinn or genie. So it must be the, the Indian word for it, jinn maybe, uh, appear from the lamp, which Khan later realised was just one of the scammers wearing a costume. Oh. <laughs> I'd love to, I wish there was a picture of that. I'd love to know what they look like. It's like a pantomime. Yeah, I know. It sounds good, doesn't it? But apparently it was enough to convince him that uh, he'd, wits- he'd witnessed a supernatural being coming out of the lamp. Um, yeah, he said, I did not know this person was at the time. I later realised the accused was dressing up as Aladdin. I thought he was dressing up as Aladdin. I don't know. That's a bit confusing, that bit, because surely <laughs> well, they weren't coming out as Aladdin. They were coming out as the genie. Anyway. Um, I have no sympathy for anyone who buys a, uh, a genie lamp. Yeah, I mean, he, I shouldn't be a, he shouldn't be a doctor, really, should he? If he's no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's strange, that, isn't it? Like, yeah. how can he fix people? But I guess, I'm... you know, like, really being super religious, and I think, um, you know, in India, the vast majority of people, you know, do believe in, like, the traditional sort of babas and, you know, well, it says a big in part here of their, well. their, their culture and stuff. So I yeah. suppose if you've grown up, sort of, maybe he lives a bit more rural and he's not. Um, I think education is quite a big thing in India. You know, if people live really rural, they haven't necessarily got the same level of sort of comprehension, even though he's a doctor, you know. So he there, there, is, there is a vast uh, gap, isn't there? Well, yeah. yeah, disparity. But, um, it, uh, but it does mention about like what we know as Aladdin from the Disney tale, you know, is, is a classic folklore tale in India. So it's not like he necessarily would have been like, oh, that's just Aladdin from the, <laughs> yeah. the fucking tale. It's more just like, this is a folklore which is almost... A true story, you know what I mean? It's just like it, 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 as much as like religion is a, a you know true story. Like so Robin Hood, a, 
Yeah, and yeah, Robin Hood and stuff like that. Robin Hood, that's topical, eh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Stay off that. We'll be lost yeah, in the weeds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's been that's been covered, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they struck a deal for much more, but a doctor. So, so apparently, so it agreed to pay more than ninety three thousand, but ended up maybe haggled them. Maybe that was the oh, deal. Oh, we got like, a bargain. Get you in it. Yeah, he knocks them down. <laughs> um, they paid about seven million rupees, Not as which silly is ninety three. Oh no, yeah. It could have been worse. The men had reportedly offered the fake lamp for a much higher price of $200,000. Um, eventually he realised he'd been duped and reported to cry. Eventually, I'll eventually, what, when he rubbed the lamp and nothing <laughs> happened. Um, yeah, and I, 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 I wasn't sure it was real, so I did Google it, and there are a few articles on it. Um, this is the one I ended up was just the, the most worth kind of reading. But uh, I like to think it's true. It's also, if anybody had a genie lamp that was powerful and I guess could grant wishes or you know whether that's actually the the true story but that's priceless but you, yeah, you, you wouldn't you yeah, can't would sell you it, it? Yeah, but, yeah. like even if if I had that lamp and you said oh I'll give you a billion pounds well no yeah I'll just wish for yeah. a, a billion <laughs> and one pounds like uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, now you can't wish for money can you can you not wish or can you wish for money what does what that what does the genie say you can't wish for more wishes yeah Maybe you can wish for money. Probably could, but uh, but then there's you know there's always the can't bring people back from the dead, can't make them fall in love with you. But yeah, I guess you can wish for money. Yeah, yeah. but then um, yeah. I don't know. Isn't is it like a monkey paw type situation where you ask for money and then they give it to you in some kind of like worthless value or say, oh yeah, here's all your money, yeah. but it's at the bottom of the seat yeah, yeah, yeah. or something like that. <laughs> like, yeah. it's uh, be good if if you ask for the money and it it is it just disappeared from someone else's life. Like there's just sort of <laughs> It's not yeah. creating new money. It's just repurposing yeah. existing money. I wish for <laughs> that money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that guy. Yeah. I wish for Jeff Bezos's money. Yeah. <laughs> I wish for instant transfer of Jeff Bezos's shares into Whoa. into my two one two account. Two one two just explode. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, this, this other article, I, I saw in the headline and I, and I thought it was topical based on our uh, episode today. So I thought I've got to talk about it. Um wasn't as funny as I first hoped. Some of them, <laughs> I mean, I don't know why I thought it'd be funny because uh, it's about dictators. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, well, it's, the, the headline is, from bathing in dolphin blood uh, yeah. to, uh, to making creepy tapes, here are eight crazy things the world dictators did. The world's dictated. So it's, it, it sort of sets it up in a kind of joke. Yeah, yeah. Some of them are a bit like crazy. Other of them are a bit like, okay, that's just bleak. Um, so I, I'm pretty much just going to read. It, it lists them and I'm pretty much going to read them and not go into the depth of them because it kind of says it all really. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to butcher these names as well. That's even better. Super, yeah, Super Murat Naya. Nyazov, mm -hmm. Super Murat Nyazov, former president of Turkmenistan, sent a copy of his book to space for aliens to read. <laughs> um, so you can believe that. And it kind of just, yeah, I mean, it, it summarizes it. He was just, it, he had a book written about himself as like religious propaganda <laughs> and he was obsessed with it. So he was like, even the aliens need to read this. So they legitimately sent it up uh, in a rocket. Fair enough. Um, yeah. <laughs> so they could learn a thing or two about Turkmenistan. Sent, I want to read it. Yeah, they've sent they they send like a like a time capsule into space with like the Beatles in it and like uh It's like a golden record. Diagram yeah, of they like had a record in it or something, yeah. What uh didn't what people look like and stuff. Didn't they beam a song or something as well? Like from from a space station, they beamed an album or something as well, like to constantly play 
And they were like, we want to play this to aliens out there. Or something. They sent off a shuttle with a song playing, I think, oh, as well, maybe. or an album playing. I might have yeah. imagined that. I might have extrapolated I think they that. Did, from... they, no, I thought they, they like aimed it at a part of space and they just like played it. And yeah, then maybe, obviously it maybe. stopped, but it would just keep going forever because, you know, obviously space has expanded. So at some point, an alien's going to hear it. You know, yeah. like that um, wow signal. Mm. Have you ever heard about that? Yeah. What's that? Nah. Like back in, I think it was the 70s, um, there was, I, I guess it was like a, uh, not a... Um, big satellite t- dish. A telescope, that's it. Like, I was yeah. trying to think of what, I was going to say a big space looky thing. Um, like a big, well, a big telescope, big but it was, it was looking at um, uh, radar, uh, not radar, um, like radiation waves and like sound waves and mm. things like that, rather than like looking for stuff. And uh, as sound and stuff comes from space, it gave a reading on these graphs. It was like numbers or, you know, science speak or whatever, but there's yeah. like a sudden spike. So there was like some sort of noise from a deep part of space that came and went for, you know, like, however long maybe 10 seconds or so that wasn't natural because it's never happened again ever since and like at the time the person that saw it wrote wow next to it because it was you know like something they couldn't explain they still can't explain it they don't know where it came from um they've tried beaming things back towards where it came you know where the sound came from because mm. they thought well, maybe it was like a star exploding or like a supernova or something but yeah. you have like echoes of stuff like that i think and they haven't been able to explain it. So maybe it was that song. Maybe that song went all the way, or that book, sorry. Maybe it was the book. The book went all the way out. Yeah. And it like hit some sort of spaceship, some sort of like UFO, and caused a nuclear explosion on board a, uh, an entire alien civilization. I was thinking, single-handedly destroyed I was thinking it. they read it and it was like, we need to send back a wow, because this is good. <laughs> I yeah. read the book and was like, this is brilliant. We need to let the humans know. Wow. Yeah, and it somehow went via a black hole, so it ended yeah. up back in time. So we so, got it. It's shit. <laughs> back then. <laughs> it's shit, yeah. Um, the, the second one is uh, Gaddafi. Uh, how do you say his first name? Muammar. 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 Muammar Gaddafi made uh, Condoleezza Rice a creepy videotape during a visit. So there was some... Um, the, uh, the US Secretary of State at the time... He called her my darling black woman. Um, he also gave an interview where he confessed his love for her. He said, I, Lisa, 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 I love her very much. I admire her and I'm proud of her because she's a black woman of African heritage, he said in the 2007 interview. I thought it was going to be a rhyme. I thought it was going to be Lisa, <laughs> Lisa, Lisa. <laughs> yeah. I love no, her very much. He apparently made a video. He, he brought her in to show her a video once and it was a collage of her interacting with world leaders in the background of the song Flower in the White House. <laughs> Weird. Weird, yeah. Um, I, I fuck knows how to say this guy's name. Sorry, Nikolai Susezu Corset. Romanian, yeah. Cascu or something. Cascu, Former president of Romania used to wear new suits every day and used to burn the old ones. That's pretty fucking mad, isn't it? I mean, it's kind of like it was mental that like he like lived like absolute wealth whilst the whole country was just fucked. Like he yeah, built well, this massive building. It's like the biggest building in the world in Bucharest. I saw it a couple of years ago. It's massive. It's like the size of half of London, this one building. And he spent, you know, like probably two-thirds of, of the country's of GDP. Billions, yeah. yeah. Jesus. It's mental. That's fucked, isn't it? Um, How tone Mugabe, <laughs> apparently, Mugabe, uh, Robert Mugabe used to send animals from the zoo as gifts to other nations. 
Uh, I mean, <laughs> and he once sent an entire arc of animals to North Korea's Kim Jong-il as a gift. <laughs> Mental. Enough. Did he check ahead of time whether they had, they had like the capacity to deal with it? Yeah, I know. Have <laughs> they got a zoo? Or Probably right. not a foolproof plan, is it? Um, yeah. Kim Il-sung used to take blood transfusions from men and women who were in their 20s to look young. as the Prime Minister of North Korea, um, apparently. Uh, yeah, that's pretty mad. Where's the dolphin blood one? Uh, yeah, there you go. Ni Win, the head of the state of Burma, bathed in dolphin blood as a similar thing. He used to think that it made you look young. It's like that. There's a there was like a serial killer hundreds of years ago called uh, something Bathory, and she was like one of the inspirations for Dracula. I was going to say that. Yeah, to, they believe it was Dracula. Yeah, yeah. She used to like get her um, like staff to kidnap like virgins and like kids from around the surrounding villages. Yeah, they get brought back and murdered, and then she used to have baths in her blood, and it was like legit true. Like it, she was a wealthy noble woman, wasn't she? That, yeah, Elizabeth. Yeah. I think it was Elizabeth, Elizabeth Bathory. Is that the one where the house had all these actual like they found a the house afterwards, and there were all these like disappearing rooms, and that was like a different one? Was that a different a hotel or something? There was another uh, story where it's like a true story that sounds like too mad to be true, and it that might it, be the um <clears throat> the Winchester Mansion. Oh yeah, that might and be, it was yeah. like the. The, you know, like Winchester, Winchester guns, Winchester rifles, like the heiress right. to that fortune. She, um, I think she probably had some like mental illness, but she got it in her head that she was being haunted by all the spirits of all the people that the guns had killed. So like her grandparents and her dad obviously founded this company and mm. millions of people got killed by Winchesters like in the Wild West and stuff. So she thought she could never... Um, her idea was that she'd keep building her house, constantly building, so they'd never find her. There'd be all these passages and doors in the house <laughs> that the ghosts wouldn't be able to find her in the house. So she used to like, uh, obviously it was a constant building project and there'd be like doors to nowhere, like a door would open, it would just be like the outside of the house, like a sheer drop, or it would be like <laughs> blank walls. There'd be doors in the floors, doors in the ceilings. And she used to like hire the builders and fire them the same day, so no one knew the, the ex- exact layout and all that sort of <laughs> That's stuff. That's mad. Um, and it's still there. You can still you can go and tour, like have a tour around the Winchester Mansion. That is cool. Um, I want to do that. Mm. Yeah. If I ever but, go to wherever Winchester is. Yeah, it's not the one I was thinking of anyway. I'll find the one I was thinking of for next time. Is is that? It might be the serial killer. Is it the serial killer? Yeah, it's something to do with serial killer. And there's like Blake, like. Yeah, trap doors and stuff like that in this yeah, room. It was like a murder just, hotel or something. Yeah, yeah, like a murder hotel or something. People go in and get killed. And, and... H.H. Holmes. I just I know all this. Random yeah, thing. I was going to say, you just have this <laughs> stuff inside so you. I love it. Um, um, I think there's a, there's a film. I'm sure that I read that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is making a film about him. That's his next. Okay. Like, I don't know if it's a Quentin Tarantino film or. Mm. But it's quite interesting, like reading it. He was like the, f- the first serial killer in America, apparently. Like the. Uh, yeah, like what you define a serial killer as. Yeah. What started a trend. <laughs> what's this? Um, what's this Titanic two Peter talking about? Titanic two. This? Oh, we'll look at we'll, we'll look it up and chat about it afterwards. Uh, apparently, there's some. There's a film called Titanic two, and it's sort of like a B movie. I think my mate was telling me about it. Oh, uh, okay. That sounds funny. Yeah, uh, what they just make yeah, another Titanic uh, and it goes awfully uh, or something? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, well, the other article I had was uh. Again, just because I thought it was pretty, pretty uh, on on brand. Um, <clears throat> meet Lee Chen, the single dad from China who lives with seven sex dolls and considers them family. Um, <laughs> what might be strange to you is another person's normal. 
Whether or not 58-year-old man Li Chen from Hishui in China's... Jiz- oh, sorry, I'm butchering this again. Jizhao... Jizhao... Jizhao <laughs> province has considered this, will not know. He anyway seems unfazed by what someone might say or think. While the dad to 18-year-old... Oh, he has actually got a real kid. Um, lives under... Uh, lives under a pseudonym he didn't shy away from a camera yeah there's loads of pictures of him with these sex dolls right and with this move he's introduced us to his seven silicon sex dolls that said he doesn't sleep with them but keeps them as one with a family by grooming them and taking care of their plastic needs in case any were to arise (laughs) he's fascinated with the dolls his fascination with the dolls started in 2004 when his son was only five and his wife had divorced him while he may not do so himself, he encourages his son Yang to use the dolls to satisfy his biological needs. Uh, wait, that's, how that's old is weird. the son now? That's weirder than having doing it yourself. It's like, really weird, you. isn't it? There's, yeah. there's a picture. I'll put the. His son looks like a, a teenager. He looks. He's like a teenager, I guess. Um, Didn't you say he was eighteen? Did you just say that, or did I miss you? What a cool uh, dad. Doesn't say. No, doesn't say. What a cool dad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty bleak. I wish I'd actually like looked up, done some Tom diligence here on this because there's a video beneath, but it's unavailable. Like all these are quite old articles, I think. So all the videos, none of them are actually working anymore. Well, that doll is terrifying. It's creepy, isn't it? Yeah. And like, why does that exist, man? As if that top one's a, that's fucked, isn't it? All of them, like that room, his room with that post. I don't even know what it is on the wall. Like a uh, blanket on the wall. It's fucking horrible, isn't it? It's like a painting, I think. They're not even good-looking sex dolphin. Dolphins? <laughs> sex dolls. No, they're like not like those high-quality ones that we spoke about before. Are they? No, like they're, the not the, the they're, they're not yeah. real dolls. Yeah, that's it. Really. That's yeah. the brand. But no, these... Yeah, these his son are. looks pretty old, doesn't he? He looks like 18. Yeah. yeah, he's old enough to shag a doll. She actually looks like the second doll down, the one that's in the, the um, thumbnail, actually looks like that. You know, like, it's in that girl that's like an actress and she's like real-life Barbie. Oh, yeah. And she just uh, looks like yeah. that, doesn't it? The one he's carrying. The one he's carrying, yeah. But yeah, there yeah, you go. He can, mm. no, he can do it. Nothing against <laughs> that, but keep it away from it. Yeah, his son is yeah, that's 21. That's the strangest part of the article. That's the strangest part of the article, isn't it? That uh, I don't shag him, but you can. Yeah. yeah. Fill your boots, son. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon he has to sign them out if he wants to? You know, like he has to tick tick it off on a sheet so his dad knows. All right, he's taken Sandra out. His dad, his dad cleans it out afterwards as well. Oh, but, well, he does. Say, the worst thing about, I think, yeah. with anything like that, I always think that's the, the, what an awful moment that is when you have to clean it. Like you'd, you'd be in such regret, horrendous. You feel so disgusted with yourself yeah. <laughs> cleaning that fucking thing out. I can't remember. <laughs> as if, if. I can't remember we spoke about this on the podcast, but there was there was a girl um, that I went to university with, and on our first or second magazine we produced, she um, interviewed. Uh, I forget. It might have been in Amsterdam or somewhere, or maybe it was in somewhere somewhere in Europe. This sex doll brothel. So instead of having prostitutes there, Read it was just sex dolls. Yeah. Um, and again, obviously, there's people there that are just their their job is just to clean the Ugh. rooms and clean the sex dolls and stuff. Christ. Yeah, I think we did um, speak about this once. Yeah, I feel yeah. like we maybe do because you just don't yeah. interact with anyone. You know, you just turn up. You, your keys almost just like in a little. You know, like an Amazon. Oh, uh, that's quite good. Um, <laughs> but it's just weird that someone's then got a, you know you just leave the oh, all your detritus oh, in mate, the room that is a bad job like, bad jobs yeah. go fuck me 
I do quite yeah. like the um, you know, I, I like I like efficiency like that though. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, the mo- the know. model is a good one. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's a good, yeah. good bit. Yeah. But what would you rather do? Would you rather do that job cleaning out the sex dolls, or would you rather clean the toilets at like a festival? You know, and you see them go around that like. Oh yeah, I'd clean the sex dolls. Would you? Uh, I don't. I've, I mean, I've seen it at a lot of festivals and. In the big, I like Reading, say, they just chuck the massive hose in there. It's like a hose that's yeah. like got the thickness yeah, of like a basketball or something, yeah. and then they just, it just sucks everything out. But you can smell it. You still have to walk around with it smelling, yeah. and things must go wrong. Like it splits, and like well, wasn't there like a famous? There was wrong. a famous event, or like not a famous, like well known at Reading or Leeds or somewhere where there was a problem with like the poo sucker outer, and it ruptured or something <laughs> it sounds like one yeah. of those like classic it's like another oh, one my pe- mates know someone this bird fell down there and she got yeah. stuck all weekend yeah. Yeah. yeah people always say that there was a guy in there and he was just creeping and looking up and, <laughs> yeah. I, and I looked and there he was swimming about yeah it. Like, also, <laughs> no I thought it was I think it's Glastonbury yeah look uh, oh, Glast- back in 1998 Oh, yeah. I mean, that's so this long ago. This was before ago. the internet. Yeah. Well, do you know the worst thing about that as <laughs> the well? explosion. I don't, I don't know if this is always the case, <laughs> but definitely one year when I was at Reading, I saw it. The people who were cleaning it out, were, were, they were like essentially volunteers. Like They were the people, yeah. you know, like you can go to a festival and you, you get a free ticket, but you have to work certain amounts of time. Yeah. That They were just that. And they were <laughs> their job was, imagine doing that. Like you get, you're going to a pool and you think, what am I going to do? I'm going to have to work on the bar for a bit. That won't be so bad. And you get in, you're like, you're the toilet yeah. sucker. Huh? Everyone's, uh, <laughs> that, <laughs> with me, I remember, I think when we were, me and my mates were like 16, 15, 16, and we couldn't like afford a ticket for the festival. And yeah. I think we went to Reading in, uh, it was 2013 and we were like 17 years old and then uh, and we managed to scrape together money or our parents gave us money to get a ticket or whatever but the next year we didn't have enough money because we'd like just start just started working had no money blah 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 and we were thinking we were thinking oh should we volunteer and I remember like, having a conversation with my mates like oh we can volunteer we get a ticket for free I think you do have to work like 10 hours or something but they make you work from yeah. like early in the morning to like mid-afternoon so then you get late afternoon and the night to enjoy the music and stuff like that or you do the late shift where you get to like sort of like chill in the morning and stuff like that but it just doesn't seem worth it at all no, it doesn't like seem you're worth working it at like 10 hour shifts like not getting paid yeah they really work like a slag as yeah well, and I think. the like, best hmm. job you can get is either walking around picking up rubbish like a rubbish picker upper where you can just choose mm. a good spot to pick up rubbish like near near, yeah, near, still, near yeah. the main stage or something yeah. or yeah it, i guess being on a bar ain't too bad but it is just relentless like you're just constantly yeah, pouring drinks relentless. right um yeah what, what would happen if you just like just disappeared like how do they keep tabs on the you have like a different that, wristband so uh, oh, okay i guess but they'd think, be looking out for you, yeah. Yeah, they'd probably be, they'd probably be after you. But I don't know. Some some festivals are so big. I I, I reckon you could just chuck off that high vis and and hide. At least you could you could go rogue for like an afternoon, couldn't you? They might find you eventually. But how many on the last What's night? The... Do you reckon just fucking chuck it in on the last day oh, yeah, on surely. that Sunday? Oh, just yeah, chuck definitely. that bib in the bin Without and then doubt. they're just chilling yeah. for the whole yeah. Sunday. Oh, it must be. <laughs> I'm trying to think when I fucking. 
you just saying that you went in 2013. I think the first time I went to Reading was like 2002. <laughs> 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 Fucking getting old cunts. Oh, uh, well, I've got one more anyway. Yeah. And this is one where it's just basically a paragraph and it's probably a load of shit, but I, I hope it's true. Um, churchgoers accidentally get high on weed cookies. Parishioner found guilty and arrested. <laughs> Love it. Uh, it says the story reinstates our faith in the fact that anything can happen. It's a strange, it's really badly written. This bit. Literally anything, like getting high in church. Don't ask how, but it can happen. It's like, well, obviously, you're going to ask how. You'll write an article about it. Anyway. <laughs> um, church goers at St. John's Apostle Catholic Church in Bloomington, Indiana, got high after a 74 year old parishioner identified only as Mr. Jones. See, shit like that makes you think is real. Lace the cookies with marijuana. Congregants who were gathered in the church complained of dizziness and other symptoms after having the cookies, which reportedly were unusually salty. Um, <laughs> Mr. Jones, was, when taken into custody, admitted making the cookies but denied any legal su- uh, denied adding any legal substance to them. Uh, substance, rather. However, when his house got checked, they found an orange pill bottle containing capsules of brown oily substance, which later tested positive for marijuana. Therefore, he's now been charged for the possession of hash oil. <laughs> I mean, it's possible that he made them and made two batches. One, one were meant to be normal cookies. Well, like a classic one... sketch. Yeah, it was like a classic <laughs> sketch. It does sound like that. Took... Well, I, I actually, I've, I have a mate once who... When we were much younger, he made some weed cookies. His parents had gone away. It was classic, like, three hours, right? They'd gone on holiday. So he was like, I'll make some weed cookies. And he'd made them, and he'd left them out, calling on the side, and he'd gone out. And then he got a phone call from his parents telling him that, that, that they were on the way back. And he was, like, well out. And he was like, what the fuck? So they'd gone in, and he'd sort of... I don't know if he really remembered the cookies or anything, but um, I think he, or he rushed back, whatever. But he rushed back to, to get these cookies... And there was one less than he had. <laughs> and he just said he just packed them up, put them in the lunchbox and just fucked off and never spoke about it. Never spoke about <laughs> it. But he, he's, he's, he's certain. Like he counted them because he knew like, you know, how many he'd have and like to split it up evenly sort of thing to make sure he knew what was in each one, like roughly. So he knew there was one less. I love it. Yeah. And he said he never, he said he, one point he just thought, I feel fucked. Imagine if you did it a week and you didn't know it was a week cooking, you were just... I suppose if you had like a long journey... Yeah, and you just yeah, feel maybe they just go have a nap or something. Oh, yeah. And especially yeah. If, you, yeah, if you weren't aware what being high was like, you'd feel fucked. Like it'd be bizarre. And she probably just yeah, probably went and lied down. Probably thought I feel unusual. I'll go lie down. <laughs> he just Brilliant. never brought it up. Just didn't dare bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> you seen those videos of when someone makes uh, you know makes their own edibles or something, and like their their dog eats it, <laughs> and the dog's oh, just like, hell, yeah. and I guess it could be pr- pretty bad. But the videos I've seen, the dog just seems to be loving it. Like they just sort of chilling like they just lay in there with their tongue yeah. out or something <laughs> yeah. and the next morning they're fine there was I find a... it mad like about catnip like how oh, that's yeah. how bizarre much that. that's crazy how much it that. fucks yeah. cats up yeah, like, yeah. What, actually, what actually is it what's going I've on I've googled there? it before and I forgot <laughs> yeah. it's just because yeah, they go it's... fucking nuts for it don't yeah. they yeah I think yeah. it's like I think it comes it's like derived from some kind of herb or something it's just a plant that, uh, isn't it? yeah that they Although somehow, you know, over time, people just realised, oh, cats fucking love this thing. <laughs> I know some cats don't have any reaction to it. Uh, you could you could put it in front of a cat weird, and there'll it? be nothing at all. Um, and then there's other times where cats are just... Uh, there was a video recently, I think, that you might have seen it. It was all over the place. But this girl's got a bag of this catnip and it's labelled 
cat crack or something like that, or like crack for cats. And uh, the cat is just fuck burying his face in there, like it, like it, up to his eyes. Like he's just put his whole snout in there. And then uh, and the girl's trying to like, pull the bag away, and the cat's got his claws dug into her hands, so she can't like let go of the bag or anything. And the cat is just not giving up. It's a good video. That's mad. I need to look up. I'd love to have Between something how, like. That. like- not all, is is not a cat's face called that. its snout? No, I don't think is so. It called its yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, his whole nose and mouth area, yeah, the bit that sticks. I love out. the word snout. Yeah. Lynn, Lynn, that's one of Lynn's favourite English words. I think snout. snout. Is it? What is it in Dutch? Do you know? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Shall I ask her? Yeah, go on. Yeah. Get her yeah. in. Lynn. <laughs> Lynn. What? How? What's snout in Dutch? It's coming. What is snout in Dutch? Snout. snout. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, say it on the on the mic. That's fair. <laughs> we kind of heard it anyway. Yeah, no, she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to be involved. That's fine. We kind of heard it. Snout. 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 That's not. Nice. not why does she like? Why does she? Yeah, it's not too dissimilar. Not why does she like yeah. it so much in yeah. Yeah. So that's how I always get away with Dutch because. Most Dutch words are just a, a tiny bit yeah. different in English. Like as though someone's drunk. It's like if you said, <laughs> it's like if you said, oh, uh, yeah, Lynn really loves the word orange. That's her favourite English word. He's like, what is it in Dutch? <laughs> orange? No. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, just slightly different. <laughs> I remember we once at this restaurant in France, right? My parents, this is when I was really young. My parents were doing their best effort of like, they weren't being like proper English and like chicken nuggets, please. You know, they were like, they had a little phrase book out and they were trying their best to sort yeah. of at least try, you know. Tom most free. A lot of places, yeah, a lot of places at least appreciate that you're trying or whatever. But anyway, they were, um, I remember they were ordering drinks and they ordered a Coke and they were like, uh, Coke and the guy was like, <laughs> like, like, I just didn't understand what like what is this and they were like uh, co- and I was like oh, coca and he's like ah oh, coca yeah yeah. and then like, <laughs> like, as if you didn't know what he meant yeah. and then right yeah, at the end friend, of the night the French are like no tourists though yeah they? They well, right at the end of the night he'd been at least all night and my mum worked you know he looked up uh, you know Letition s'il vous plaît you know like and he went pay downstairs <laughs> <laughs> I, like, oh, I got yeah. I got a trauma um, in France when I was I forget how old I was like a classic school trip to France mm. like we went over to uh, Boulogne or somewhere and um, we went to a, a big supermarket. I wanted to get some cheese. So, uh, you know, my best sort of French that I'd learned at school, I asked someone, where is the cheese? I can't remember where. It, I don't know how to say where is the cheese now in French. Où est le fromage? Oh, there we go. <laughs> and the woman just laughed at me. She didn't answer my question. She just laughed. <laughs> and to this day, I've, had, I've, I've just got a trauma of speaking French. I still don't know where the cheese is. I still don't know where the cheese is. You, you might, but, um, yeah, I must have. I was only about, I don't know, maybe 11, 12, yeah. something like that. Do you know one thing I remember from going to France as a kid? You go to school, you go to France, and, and you could buy porno cards yeah. <laughs> and, and bangers. You could just bangers, buy them. Yeah. They would just let you buy them. And the, 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 like the, um, on the way back, there'd always be like a stop just before we got to Calais or wherever, like the ferry. And it would be like the contraband stop where the teachers would go around and like try and find everything they <laughs> yeah. bought like yeah like those who's got the bangers proper <laughs> like pr- like proper bangers though yeah they were like bits of dynamite mm. like, I remember, yeah. yeah yeah i remember my friend bought some back once and they were like little sticks of dynamite it's like how can you get away with that oh, that's great yeah there's no there's no like it's not like a firework the, the, the only thing that is for is for just blowing stuff up you know like yeah mental that's the not end of my shit anyway my things that probably weren't true good shit i love it 
Yeah. That one's just got absolutely no, it, not even an attempt to back that up, has it? That one. Like, so it's probably just an <laughs> utter load of shit. But it reminded me of that other story, my friend. So I thought I'd mention yeah. it. Go on, George. Oh, I'll dive in there. So I've only got a couple. Um, Sound like you? You've only got about 15. <laughs> I've got like one. I'll go in with this one straight. This is just like a nice short one. It's very simple. Right. Uh, Adolf Hitler wins African election. Obviously. <laughs> So this is okay. um, from the start of December, uh, and it, this is a man named Adolf Hitler has won a local election in Namibia, but insists he has no plans for world domination. Um, so Unona Adolf Hitler, 54, was elected as a local politician. Uh, however, uh, he says that despite his unfortunate namesake, uh, he has no plans to take over the world. Pretty unfortunate um, for a political... <laughs> So this is the mad bit, right? Speaking to the German news site Bild, he said his father gave him the name without understanding who the Nazi leader was or what he stood for. Well, maybe if you're in like a... Where are they? Namibia. Namibia. However, you could say that. You could say fair enough here, maybe. But Namibia is a former German colony, so it's not unusual for streets, places, and people Mm. to have German names. So... You know, there's sort of like a little bit of a (laughs) connection where you're like... He says he's 54, so... His dad had a good like twenty or so years to uh to find out who Adolf Hitler was. Yeah, um, you know maybe it is a complete, completely innocent sort of. Uh, well, you'd think it would be because you, no one's doing that on purpose, are they? Like no one's going. Do you know what? Well, does that mean they are the Hitlers as well? Like are they? <laughs> the Hitler. No, I mean, I think it, so it's just his name. Like he, he they're not called the oh, Hitlers. It's just he just he's have... just called Adolf Hitler. What first name? Adolf Hitler. He's Adolf Hitler name. Smith or something like. So his name is um, Unona Adolf Hitler. What? So Adolf Hitler is like his son. Like yeah, I, I, don't well, know I mean, a lot of different cultures like... do names differently, right? Like they'll yeah, have the, yeah. the, the yeah, first name is their yeah. family name or yeah. something like that. So maybe yeah. that's the case. So that's his full name. So he uses uh, just his first name now. So Mr. Unona. Um, but yeah, mad. He says, um, <laughs> I was a, it was a perfectly, perfectly normal name for me when I was a kid. It wasn't until I grew older that I realised that this man wanted to subjugate the world and kill millions of Jews. <laughs> so was it, so was mean, it like, uh, is it one word? Ad- Adolf Hitler. No, it's, so it's Adolf Hitler. <laughs> I don't understand that. You come to that mic still. What the fuck? This has got me like a shit. Unona Adolf Hitler. Uh, yeah, I don't know whether they have surnames in Namibia. I don't know if that's maybe he hasn't got a surname, but they're just the first name is like the the pat was it patronymic name or whatever. I don't know. I don't know how it works. But the Adolf Hitler isn't his surname. It is his actual just first given name. given name given name. Yeah, yeah. That's just mad. Uh, but you would have thought that you'd change it now, wouldn't you? Oh uh, yeah, it's like I knew a, I knew a guy called. Um... John Cunt, his name was, right? <laughs> o- ob- ob- obviously, he changed his name, didn't he? He changed his name. He's, 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 he's now Barry Cunt. Was, uh, fucking hell. <laughs> 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 uh, so, yeah, that was that one. Nice and simple. But, yeah, good. my biggest question is, why don't you change your name now? Like, well, yeah, surely. Quiet. Yeah, once you found out what, who he, who Adolf Hitler was, you would you would change that, surely. Yeah, yeah, you'd, yeah you'd think. <laughs> Maybe yes. 
Well, he hasn't. He's just won an election. He's no. like an elected <laughs> official. Adolf Hitler is an ele- elected official in Namibia. Mental. It's mad. Um, my next story is a bodybuilder cheats on sex doll wife. Oh, we love a sex doll story, sex don't dolls, we? Yeah, yeah we sex do dolls. We're very sex doll heavy. So this has got like a little additional. Um, <laughs> is that bits. three for three on sex dolls? Then is that? Did you ever mention a sex I didn't doll? I did not mention a sex oh, doll. No. <laughs> but we have on previous episodes. This is yeah, probably like yeah, the third yeah, off yeah, episode right. of a sex doll. <laughs> so there's um. So this this is a weird one. So there's a story about him. Then afterwards, I looked him up on Instagram and I found his uh, Instagram. Oh yeah. And there's a lot of weird stuff going on on his Instagram. Uh, you know, I don't like to judge people. Um, you know, people could do what whatever they want. But there's <laughs> there's a video that I'll show of him rubbing a raw chicken, like a whole chicken, just all over himself. And he's implying that he's have he has found a way to have sex with this chicken, like this mm. uncooked chicken, because he's mm. missing his sex doll wife. Right. Um, <laughs> strange, you know. Like, out Each there. to their own, but that is a little odd. Yeah. His, there's, no, um, there's no denying that it's odd. Uh, what I'll do, I'll link the... Uh, I'll link the post in our thing, and I'll read out the um, the story as well. There's a there's a really like a very sh- strange, um, how would you say, like a uh, bio to the video, not a bio, but like a caption. What do you call it? Caption. That's it. Um, which is very bizarre. But oh, oh, let me link the Instagram here. Maybe we'll put this up on YouTube, but it it's not really. It's not. There's no cock and bollocks out, but it's not really a. It's it's maybe NSFW or whatever it is. It's not safe for work. Yeah, it's we can. F- it's five minutes long. <laughs> it's mental. It is mental. <laughs> so no, I'm going to read it. I'll read out the. Um, I'll read out the story. So bodybuilder cheats on sex doll wife with oh, bizarre like object while he gets repaired. While she gets repaired. So whilst his sex doll wife is off getting repaired, he's he's cheated on her with an object, which is like a. He must Square be having a laugh. Block. He's having a laugh, isn't he, surely? So oh, Yuri Tolochko from Kazakhstan married his doll Margot last November after saying he fell in love when he spotted her at a nightclub. So my biggest question straight away <laughs> is... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is who was... Was was the, the doll, like, there with someone else already? Or He's, he's got some great pictures in here, isn't he? Yeah. He's, pr- he's, I mean, he's pretty, pretty built, isn't he? Beefy, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, he's dench. Um... So he revealed on Instagram that she'd broken uh, days before Christmas and had been sent away from repair. Um, now, I think, I don't know if it was on that that video that I've sent, but there was a really weird caption. He'd said, like, Margot is away for repair. She's used to, you know, taking lots of my loads. <laughs> Mm. But yeah. while she's so, away for repair, I'm gonna have to. Yeah. That's my favourite. It says picture, it is on way, on this video of him rubbing the chicken all over himself. Yeah, it is that. Yeah, it yeah. says after the wedding, Margot broke down. You know that I love lots of sex. I love BDSM. I love weird sex. She always endured such loads, but then something went wrong. It'll be fixed soon. She's getting better. We will be home soon. But I'm afraid to break it again. It. Uh. I just <laughs> that's the weird thing about it for you. I think it's might so I think it might be translated. I think he's like Russian, so I think it's um translated from Kazakhstan. Okay, uh, yeah. I decided to find other sexual objects. I'm on a search right now. 
in different cultures there is a tradition where a man has several wives it will probably be the same for me margot will be the eldest wife but i will have other younger wives and husbands i respect margot i love her therefore i will not purchase another sex doll girl margot will be the only one however if someone gives me a boy sex doll and this boy is a copy of me i will gladly accept i will enjoy having sex with myself now i'm looking for items that can give me fantastic sex you know i can get orgasms from objects and food so the video on that i don't know what bit you're up to guys but the bit i'm up to he's just squirted lube uh, on the chickens um, that's about as far as i got i think i was done yeah, I'm nearly free I don't, he's not going to do anything with it but he's sort of just rubbing this yeah. chicken all over him i mean it's just weird obviously if you're a vegan you probably don't want to be watching that but, um <laughs> so this guy is yeah, he's like. I mean, into... I'm not sure that that's the only category of people that uh, might not want to watch that, George. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe, yeah, but yeah, it's probably it's a chicken. So I know that animal lovers probably don't want to see a plucked chicken being rubbed over a big hairy man's body. Um, I mean, I don't want it. Uh, so the reason why he's posted that is because he got asked um, if he was cheating on his wife after posting a similar video of him with a like a, a box. Of he, like he was laying on a bed just playing with this box with like loads of ridges and beads on it and stuff um so i think he's probably got like a fetish for um like textures and stuff like that okay i, I was just trying to find a word for someone that will fuck anything because uh, he describes himself as a pansexual on his page but that just means you, you'll have sex with any you know any gender it says biological gender or gender identity I want to know what the phrase for because he'll also fuck a chicken, a, a dead, you know, there's got to be another phrase. I couldn't find it. I was just trying to find it there. And I can only find like joke ones as like trisexual. Well, that's Urban Dictionary. And it said, I'll just try having sex with anything. But I don't think, I don't think that's. So he's due to marry the um, the sex doll. He has married. Um, they're due to get married. Well, the, the, the pair were due to get married in March this oh. year before the coronavirus pandemic threw the world into turmoil. Um Oh, uh, there's a picture of them at their, on their wedding I day. Know, maybe that, yeah, they are married now. That's a bit of a confusing part of the article. I think it it's trying to say that they were due to get married a lot earlier, um, but it obviously got it got um, delayed. And it does say that he was attacked during a transgender rally, which is a bit oh. a bit bleak. So that's a delay it again. Um, so now they're happily married, but he's going to take other wives that aren't sex dolls. They're just going to be objects. Um, <laughs> It's just, it's just strange. I mean, you know, him, he's mate. happy Good doing it. He's not hurting anyone. Yeah. Good luck to him. I also wouldn't, you know, I I would because he's he's quite a large, large chap. Yeah, I exactly. Uh, yeah, call him <laughs> out on his lifestyle he choices can, to his face because he, can he crack would up. definitely batter my face in. Um, but his Instagram's quite an interesting Instagram page. It's, there's a lot going on. Um, yeah, mate. More power to him. Yeah. But it's just uh, I had to bring a, a sex doll story. I just couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't not bring it when I saw it. <laughs> some of the, some um, of the, I'm scrolling through the comments on the video. Some of them are good. Like some people just uh, proper behind him. They're saying, "Love it. You keep doing what makes you feel good. Such pleasure to get to watch. Um, you're <laughs> awesome. Live your life." Uh, oh my god, this guy is so crazy. And then like some party faces. Luckiest chicken, <laughs> good, good looking, sexy, and you can cook to perfection, made man. Uh, then you can cook to perfection. He hasn't cooked yeah, it yet. Yeah, I know. Uh, but then some people <laughs> aren't as happy. Like on the picture of 
their wedding night or wedding day, I guess. It's like him kissing the bride. Um, the top comment is just, oh, mate, get a grip of yourself. You've actually married a doll. There's got to be something wrong with you. Go to a doctor and get checked out. That's not normal. <laughs> so hit and miss. There's hit always miss. one. Yeah, he's got his fans. He's got his haters. Yeah, I think you've got to be pretty uh, confident in yourself to to go out and post some of the stuff he's posting on Instagram, as well as you know, be pretty open and and get married to the doll and be out in public with the doll. And so, fair play to him. You know, you got to be uh, self confident. I wouldn't be that confident. Yeah, yeah that yeah. is one thing he does have a lot of, and that is, <laughs> that is <laughs> yeah, confidence. That is. that is confidence. Yeah, yes. confidence These and photos. muscles. Oh, I'm looking. I'm looking at yeah. a photo of him in lingerie. And um, yeah, mate, he, you enjoying it? It's great, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's nothing more to say. It's just him in lingerie <laughs> laying on the floor. But um, looking, looking absolutely jacked. He does. He is <laughs> jacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, good hey. on him. Yeah, let yep. him do what he wants. I guess. Yeah, good one. Looks like they've been. It's been going on for a while. So I wonder why it went sort of viral. Or there must have been some sort of event or something that... or I mean marrying it probably was, was click clickbait worthy wasn't it yeah, I suppose that's... so yeah. but I mean we've had people marrying sex dolls before haven't we <laughs> well all over there. it may happen all the time and uh, can you do that sort of thing in England I, you know when you hear these articles about it, it's always America or somewhere isn't it where they marry some like car or something or like yeah can you actually do that in England can you legally marry like a, a spoon or... yeah, I don't know yeah, I sure. don't know. I always wonder if those things are actually are you actually uh, legally married to that thing? It, yeah, it like, didn't didn't that woman marry the ghost? Got married a pirate yeah, ghost? Did she or actually? Like, that's what yeah, I mean. I think it that's was what I mean. Like a wicker she... marriage or something. Oh, yeah. I've just found a video of him deadlifting his doll, his wife. <laughs> nice. Obviously, I mean, it's great. I feel like I could deadlift a sex doll. Yeah, I mean, it makes a good... Uh... <laughs> well, no, I wonder if they try and weight them, though. If it's the same weight as a... Yeah, I don't know. As, Are a, they as, the same as a, you know, a fully grown adult female, it's, it's not an easy deadlift, yeah. is it? Like, this is... <laughs> and an awkward shape as well. Yeah. Allow me. I want to try Mad. it. But yeah, so that was the Kazakh uh, bodybuilder who... Thank you, George. ...is writhing around on a bed with all sorts of different bits and pieces going on um so next one um woman marries her briefcase after five-year relationship oh here we go yeah okay is this why you're asking for a briefcase on uh, instagram earlier <laughs> <laughs> um so and it wasn't even on facebook wasn't it I it was on you. facebook yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> trying to get trying to get a suitcase yeah listeners if anyone's got a suitcase i need one um Right, so this is about a lady called Rain Gordon. She's from Russia. Rain Gordon doesn't sound Russian, so I'm assuming she's changed her name at some at some point. So Rain Gordon has finally tied the knot with the love of her life, which just so happens to be a briefcase. The teacher, 24, has always been sexually and romantically attached to objects, despite having bad, despite having had relationships with human men in the past. So potentially, this is similar. You know, this might be this, a similar thing, like fetish or mm. preference for yeah. objects. 
Yeah. So in August 2015, she met the briefcase that would later become her husband. <laughs> Rain had brought the, be- <laughs> brought the briefcase from a hardware store as a prop for a photo shoot. And st- so it's a good looking briefcase. <laughs> and soon. <yeah. soon, laughs> right, it's, it's, it's quite a good looking briefcase. My favourite part it's of this story. Of briefcases. <laughs> this, my favourite part of the story is the name of the briefcase. God. Oh. Right, I'll give you both one guess. What is it? A, a name that she's named it or the so brand? She's named, no, she's named the briefcase. Oh, okay. Is um, it like a normal male name? Or is it like a pun? I probably, no, it's not a pun, okay. but I don't think it's a very normal name. But okay. if you can so guess. So it's not just like. Graham or something like you know, no, like just yeah. like, uh, Michael. Michael. Uh, no. It's not going to be a normal name, is it? It's not going to be like Gary. It's not that's Gary. What I was thinking, that's what I was going for. Yeah, just like some. It'd be quite funny, you know. Like you call your dog like Terry or something. Like I was thinking, <laughs> Mark. I thought it was like the idea of that. I was. I can't picture like babies with those sort of names either. No, you can't. People always say that, don't they? Gary, Little Barry no. Gary. Yeah, you can never. Yeah. Weird. Names like Ethel and that came back, didn't they? Apparently, well, it comes in yeah. cycles, doesn't it? it? Like people yeah. like to name their kids after their like grandparents and stuff. So yeah, it won't yeah. be long for people calling yeah. their kid like Pat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, and yeah, I can't even think of men. Pam, <laughs> Arthur, that kind of shit. Arthur, yeah. Yeah, Arthur's a good yeah. name, exactly. Yeah. Coming back. So the name of the briefcase yeah, isn't Arthur. It's not no. Pam. It's not Ethel. It's not Gary, and it's not Dave. It's Gideon. <laughs> okay. Gideon. Gideon. Oh, right. I like it. So, in November can, 2015... That's a hot name, to be honest. I can see why she... Uh, it sounds like, like the hot guy from a yeah. TV you know, show. It's like an upper-class briefcase as well. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like... So, they... You know, they, they met on this after she bought him for a photo shoot, and then it says here, a few months later, Rain and Gideon made the relationship official. Um, Wait, what's her name? Rain. Okay, carry on. So five years on, the couple have wed. Rain from Moscow says, My fascination with objects began at the age of eight. From my childhood, I believe that a soul is embedded into objects, as well as everything around us. I believe in animism. uh, Yeah, animism, which means that there is life in everything. During my childhood and early teenage years, I fell in love with places such as the new shopping centre that opened in my city. <laughs> That's just like a normal teenager, isn't it? Like... Yeah. <laughs> I knew that it was wrong and beyond the norms, norms of society. I didn't tell anyone. Falling in love with an object is as unpredictable as it is with a person. In 2015, I was really into cosplay and I was going to dress up as a CSI investigator. As part of the costume, I needed a briefcase. And that is where I first met Gideon at a hardware store. <laughs> Uh, there is a picture. I'm, I'll send you the link. Oh, the yeah, I really want to see Gideon. Of, yeah, <laughs> you know, I want to judge Gideon for myself. Um, and we'll put Gideon up on the screen, hopefully. Uh, there's a picture of her in a wedding dress, or it looks like a half wedding dress as well. It's not really. Oh, like, that's not uh, even a briefcase. It's like a standard flight case. I was expecting like like a really fancy one. Like yeah, we ain't getting no. Br- yeah, it's not. There's no briefs going in there. Are that is a <laughs> that, that is. I would call that a a flight case. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's more it's like, like a one of those. Case. Yeah. Whether it's actually like metal silver. or if it's just made to look like metal, but yeah. it's uh, yeah. like in uh, movies where they've got like loads of money in a case or something. No, uh, but even yeah. them, they now because they're still they're still more like briefcases that might be made from like leather or plastic with with catches that you flick on. This is the this is the, the like the sort of cases we put our gear yeah, in for like, equipment for, gig, for gigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like 
Have uh, you ever felt like? Anyway, I don't know why that's really important to that me. That is not. Like, that is not, not. what I was expecting Gideon to look also, like. I was expecting like a real classy <laughs> kind of affair. That like. is now Gideon's. He's um, you know, he's he's very uh, uh what do they say? Like um, multi-purpose usability over utilitarian. Uh, that's it. U- utility over looks. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. Not but form it's, over it, function. It's it's not yeah, what I would it, call yeah. a bri- call a briefcase. It's misleading. Yeah, that is it also is a... bad cosplay because that is not the kind of briefcase a CSI agent would carry around. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> so that, shit, it's a very good. So she's point. not even good at cosplay. We're tearing this yeah. apart. You could call in Rain out on her cosplay. I am. And, and I'm also yeah, naming yeah. him. That's more like a fucking. Wayne it that says is this woman yeah, that is a teacher as well. This woman should not be teaching our kids. Like this, this is, is Gideon bad. right here. Right, I found fucking Gideon. Right, this is what Gideon should look like. There we go. Gideon's here. I check out Gideon there. I mean, that ain't, that's what I was sort of picturing. That is what. That is a briefcase. Yeah, that is a Gideon. Yeah, that's a Gideon, isn't it? That's a I'll briefcase. I tell you what, that is a good briefcase. Call <laughs> in yeah. pockets. Yeah, that's, that's Gideon right there. Not that fucking. He's, yeah, he's better. <laughs> yeah, five years um, together. So five years together. So at first, <laughs> at first, she says she admits Fuck that me. the attraction was instant, but she says she didn't want to take things seriously. Uh, I had no idea that but we, he moved in we would straight end up away. together. <laughs> he moved in, woke up. I don't normally do this. <laughs> um, she explained, I admired how he looked, but I didn't think anything more. But then I started liking Gideon for more than that. I slowly realized that I was starting to fall in love. <laughs> I'd want to look at him for hours and feel his presence. After another few months in November, the relationship began. We shared our first hug and kiss, and we spent more time together in the evenings and the nights. We could have philosophical conversations for three or four hours. Our spiritual connection and communication is shown telepathically. I hear him and he hears me, but from the outside it looks like a monologue. This is when so, it starts to get a bit bleak, isn't it? Because really, this is just the woman with quite horrific mental health issues. Yeah, like, because Just talking she's just to this inanimate then, object. She's saying it's like a monologue, so that suggests that she's talking out loud, but she's doing both parts, either both parts of the conversation, or at least just saying her bit. <laughs> like and then in her mind, she's getting yeah. a response from. She's the, like moving the briefcase, you know, open and closed, like it's her, <laughs> like it's moving his mouth, doing the voice. Oh yes, I love you too, Rain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, uh, Rob, we might have a term for this. Uh, you know, oh, go preference. on, yeah. So she identifies as an objectum sexual. So object, U-M at the end, objectum sexual. I'll take that. Which refers to individuals who develop deep emotional and or romantic attachments to and have relationships with inanimate objects or structures. There you so, go. I mean, that might be different because the other guy was just fucking them. Um, whereas this sounds like it's more, more of a... Yeah. Um, well, that's what I wanted to know really well, because I said about people marrying it and that. Yeah. Actually, no, I didn't. I was talking about fucking it, but still. Asking, um, you shall receive. There is an answer. What, there is an answer in that so article rain. as well about whether it's legally binding or not, and it says it's not. So it says it just says the marriage is not legally binding, but the couple have special wedding rings with engravings on them, and Rain is overjoyed. So where's Obviously. the where's the ring on Gideon? Just chuck it inside. Weird, isn't Gideon, I can't fucking. I'm so disappointed by Gideon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they had the the wedding in a hotel room. Um, And she says, this is not the first time I've booked a hotel room simply because we'd like to spend time together. (laughs) Some saucy, dirty weekends away in a hotel. Who's going to, like... Is that even real, man? This is, this was fucking last year. Yeah, I know it's an old one, but... No, no, I mean, um, it's not not old. It's only, only like... It was only, like, a month ago. 
Oh, yeah, turn off the yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll email her. She's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what. Uh... There's a couple of good comments underneath. Uh, one says, "I hope she's got a handle on this." Oh hey. yeah. No. Um, one says, "Stunning." She claims to love the briefcase, but then it transpires that she two-timed it with a human for two years because <laughs> she was in a relationship with a, a man for a, a little bit um, afterwards. Absolutely outrageous. Someone says, "Do you think Poor they'll have kidding. baby purses or wallets?" And someone's done a. Um, like commented a sort of serious response. She says, I doubt it, as I don't see how she could actually have sex with it. <laughs> I love when people answer shit like that. Yeah. Someone writes like, they're so obviously stupid and people <laughs> give it like, a crack jump about the internet. Seems strange. <laughs> She's in love with an object that can't love her back because that's because it's an object that has no feelings. It's like when you see people on in Reddit posts like end up talk you know it might be like a post where people are ripping the shit out of someone or something and then someone will come back at them and then they end up in the comment end up just talking about nice they like, end up getting on yeah. after a while of like actually yeah cheers bro you really helped me out with that you know like <laughs> yeah. i can't think of an example now. yeah like, oh sorry sorry that comment seemed a bit mean i'm going through like a rough time at the moment like, yeah oh, message me like please yeah. talk about it <laughs> in fact there was actually i'll tell you what the examples when me and lawford did that um legends never die video yeah. <laughs> And that got like 30 or 1,000 views because uh, someone put it in Reddit, yeah, didn't Jake they? Put it on. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jake put it in Reddit. Um, and there were comments on that. People were just, he was, he was expecting, he was just waiting for people to take the piss out of my hair. And there was not one comment <laughs> about my hair. But there was, there was most of the comments was something to do with his teeth. They were like, he's got <laughs> shit, he's got his baby teeth, like he's still got his baby teeth or something like that. And like, Someone was caning it off and then someone else jumped in and was like, hey man, you know, like this could be your baby teeth. And then that person replied to them and them two people and ended up having like, actually, I have troubles with sleeping. I was like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, man, well, you should check this out. I really hope you're okay. Yeah, cheers, bro. You know, <laughs> what a strange corner. So Lawford is a medium of peace and tranquility yeah. in the universe. Yeah. There they go. Yeah, apparently so. That was great, that. Like, I enjoyed that so much. When I was just seeing these comments come in, I was like, I <laughs> fucking cannot wait. <laughs> I bet he was jibbing out, wasn't he? Yeah, he was just like, fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that is Rain and Gideon. Um, it's not much more to that story. Love it. They're, uh, they're, you know, happily uh, happily in a relationship. Um, got a couple more, but maybe I won't do all of them. So one of them is... A Bigfoot story. Oh. So it's not necessarily a news story, but I saw it and it's just a, a Bigfoot encounter and I feel like I have to just bring a Bigfoot encounter to... Um... Yes, please. I'm, I'm right And there. so with this, there's a couple of photos as well of supposed Bigfoot tracks. Um, although, why is it not... Oh, no, maybe it... Oh, no. What's happening? on. It's disappeared. My Bigfoot one is... Bear me one second. Would you close it by accident? Uh, yeah, I think I must have done. Command shift T. That'll bring back like your closed tabs unless you closed ages ago. Yeah, it must have been. I think, I think I've got it here. So, this is on a website Ooh. called... Uh, <laughs> is it? Website here? This is a website called the... Uh, sorry, it's loading in the Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization or BFRO for short Um, this is a class A report this is a class A Bigfoot sighting Um, and this occurred 
Class uh, A. Class A. So <laughs> I think they have different classes depending on how much evidence is gathered ah, okay. from a site. You know, if they've got photos or if they've got uh, poo or like hair and stuff like that. So um, <laughs> essentially, this this happened in Colorado a couple of years ago, uh, or last year. Sorry, it's only just been put on this site, I believe. And this was a husband and wife were out hiking. Um, so I'm going to read it verbatim. It says. July 25th, my girlfriend and I were hiking in Mayflower Basin. We were up in the basin, and my girlfriend had gone ahead. Uh, I was about 100 yards off of the three minor log cabin remnants, uh, enjoying peanuts. Don't know why the peanuts are important. <laughs> um, helps you when... picture it, doesn't it? Helps you, helps you get involved in the scene. Yeah, enjoying peanuts in water, he was. Yeah. And he says, I looked west. Wang about, very... peanuts, peanuts in water. Peanuts and water. Oh, so right. water was the... Uh, they mentioned that. The they, does it really say and water? It, it says peanuts and water, yeah. <laughs> it says he was sitting on a rock enjoying peanuts and water. Very strange um, detail anyway, yeah. So it says, I was looking west and saw a very large brown biped. So a biped is something that walks on two feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, approach the snow wall uh, and seek to climb it. So that he saw something trying to climb this snow wall. Um in the photos, you can see there's like a, a ridge of snow above like a canyony bit. Um, mm. It says that the biped was unable to climb up um, as it was over 20 foot tall, the like the ridge. Uh, and then it moved back down to its right uh, and then down through the snow uh, at the base of the this like snow wall. Uh, and then it, apparently it ran off. So it says it walked very briskly and started to run off to the right around this corner, which is covered up by trees. Um, and he says he later saw... Uh, this brown biped walking above the snow line um, for a little while, but then didn't see it again. So after seeing this thing up on this sort of peak, he uh, went up to where they saw it with his with his wife. Um, and <clears throat> in the snow at the base of the peak, there was a series of footprints in the uh, in the snow. Of course, um, there were footprints. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to li- link it to you now, so you can have a look at this website. Fuck's sake! Uh, handprints and footprints in the snow. And you can sort of see where something has attempted to sort of jump up or like climb up. Um, and you can see in the, in the first picture, like there's a classic red arrow pointing to where this Bigfoot was. <laughs> and I think you can even see the rock where he enjoyed his peanuts and his water. Which is, oh, yeah. which is superb. Um, I just thought it was interesting because this is what is seen as being a class A sighting and it's really only a picture of <laughs> this is a class I say. <laughs> this is as close as you're gonna get yeah i love it is this website as well is this like oh the bigfoot field researchers organization yeah. excellent this is like the real deal this is top draw shit this is yeah and it, this is just like a an archive of bigfoot sightings um <laughs> did you just go trolling it just to see <laughs> i didn't know i'm gonna though definitely gonna yeah, um, i've got some merch if you want some of that george Oh, my, I'll fucking get it. Let's see if we can get a sponsorship from him. Oh, so it, there's even like a... An affiliate uh, link. <laughs> so at the very bottom, there's a... Um, like there's Obviously, I don't know whether it's just two people that run this website, maybe there's a few, but at the very bottom of this article, there's a a note from one of these people, say, like giving their sort of verdict on the report and the verdict of it. Um, <clears throat> and they actually went out to where this occurred. So they spoke to the witness and then went out to where this was was found, and they've sort of done a report saying they couldn't find any definitive tracks, did not find any evidence of deer or elk activity, which they thought was unusual for that area. 
um, they reported that there was several high-volume water sources and he would consider the area to be a viable Sasquatch habitat. Oh, we'll settle then. <laughs> there we go. Um, overall, uh, Scott W. and I were impressed with the witness's account and his knowledge of Colorado wilderness, wildlife, and the area of the sighting. Like it. And he just talks about how uh, you know, the, the witness was like a, one that you can believe. Um, it's credible. I might try and speak to this investigator, Scott Mars, because he's got like a little bio on mm. there. He's a retired IT professional. Many yeah, hours yeah, of wilderness research. Well, I'm um, I'm just going to put my jumper on. But, yeah, I just, I just love it. Well, I love these, these things. I, the only thing is, <clears throat> that I think, what else is going to have made those handprints up on the snow? You know, if it's not a person. I, they're just, always this, and they're always handprints or footprints or something. And I'm, it could just just been a person. It could be anything. It could be anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he yeah. saw it. It wasn't a person. It was a big hairy. But, uh, how do you big, know hairy that? Biped. Look, he was. He's a he's a good witness. He's a credible witness, mate. He's yeah. a credible witness. He'd been eating peanuts and more, right? <laughs> he wasn't on drugs or. <laughs> He didn't have mushrooms growing inside his veins. I want to know more about these peanuts and water, to be honest. <laughs> like, uh, were they Sorted. dry roasted? Yeah, yeah were they um, honey roasted, maybe? Or chili, even? Or chili. What, was it peanuts and was it was, was that what he was consuming? Was it a, a bottle of water of which he filled with peanuts and allowed it to soak that's in? Not so it was called like olives. Almost like peanut water. If that's the case, then this man is not credible. Like <laughs> Yeah. Peanut infused water. Really fancy some peanuts now. In fact, what I fancy is a peanut curry that I made last oh. night. Oh, I've got a few bags yeah. of peanuts curry. downstairs, you know. Mm. There you go. If you crack them out, you sit on a rock, <laughs> get your peanuts and yeah, your water, and you have to yeah. look. But make sure no, you have to make sure it's is it facing west. It was west, yeah. So if you if you face towards west towards the snowbank, towards the snowbank, yep. then you'll see the the big hairy biped. Put the peanuts yeah. in the water the night before. <laughs> soak them make sure they're soaking for at least 12 hours so you've got the real potent peanut water and that's how you see a biped real potent try and say that really fast five times <laughs> real po- potent peanut water <laughs> so um all right george you you reach out to uh the bfro to... they've got an email at the bottom there yes please i'm gonna I reach out to gideon's wife <laughs> <laughs> see where that takes us Maybe that Kazakh um, work as well. Re- reach out to Gideon, please. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so this one, what, what I'll do, I'll, I'll this will be my last one. We won't. Uh, uh, another, t- t- there was two more little short ones, but nothing too interesting. Uh, this is the best headline. So North Korean gymnast vaults to freedom over the border. So a North Korean defector <laughs> has used his training as a gymnast to leap over a twelve-foot fence from sick. North Korea into the south. Into the south. Um, so yeah is it audacious attempt involved making it across the world's most heavily guarded border uh, which is strewn with over 2 million mines and bristled, uh, bristling with barbed wire um, I'll send you a link so you can see a photo of the the border uh, I'm, I'm assuming that some of the border is a bit different to this but like, yeah, this wall is say, pretty formidable definitely, yeah there's definitely parts that aren't that yeah it's pretty it's mental such though. a so, sun fucking link so officials were so taken aback when that they made the man who is in his twenties recreate his jump. That seems like a bit of a um, a dodgy way of trying to get him back into North Korea. Saying, oh, "I don't really." Can you just do it again? And then once he's in North Korea, just in reverse. Leave let's him there. see what. Yeah, um, that's like telling someone to shut the door from the outside. Isn't it? Um, 
So according to the Career Herald, the man is reportedly of small stature and the authorities believe that his light body weight in gymnastics training aided the escape. Uh, and, and then it just goes on to um, discuss the many North Koreans escaping, uh, you know, the defectors escaping. Mm. Um, so they do report that he's sort of tried it a couple of times before. He was captured on thermal cameras, loitering around a mile uh, around a mile south of the demilitarized zone. Um, what does that mean? Is there like a sort of... Uh, yeah, there's an area, you know... There's no like two buildings, almost. yeah. There's like always a South Korean guard and like a North Korean guard, and there's like no mines, there's no tanks or like military outposts. It's like a, yeah, they go in a room to have like the odd meeting, didn't they? And the yeah. room is like this: you split down the middle so they don't go across the table. Yeah, mad. Um, obviously, the both careers are now like wondering why their um, security isn't good enough. If someone can sort of vault over the wall, so I think it's caused a bit of a stir. Um, did you ever see the video of the North Korean soldier escaping? I think it was like three. That's down the bottom of this page. Oh, is it on there? It's, is it not it's as mental. Mental. getting shot? So he gets shot like three times. So he's he, he it's a North Korean guard, and he one day decided he wanted to defect. So he stole a jeep, and there's a video of him. I think you can get it on YouTube, as well as on this thing here. And he's like gunning it down this road, gets towards where the uh, you know the the border is towards the wall. I think abandons the jeep like the jeep might have like popped its tires i don't know if there's like some sort of trap there to stop cars going along so he gets out he's running on foot and then the north koreans are chasing after him not like, shooting him and they managed to shoot him i think three times um so then he was crawling and he managed managed to crawl across the border um and then once he's across the border north korean guards can't touch him and like south koreans come and drag him and pull him away and he survived um but really? it's a crazy video like he, yeah it's like it looks like a James Bond, something from a James Bond film, you know, he's dodging and diving and Good stuff. Shit. Um, I think he was pulled to safety hours after, so he got shot and then sort of crawled out into no man's land and then was sort of left for dead by the North Koreans and then the South Koreans um, went and grabbed him and pulled him back, uh, you know, into South Korea. Um, yeah, it's just mad, crazy. But I like the idea of someone doing a gymnastic vault over the... Uh, over the wall but like a really sort of artistic one doing a couple of flips and just landing and sticking the landing and just walking off <laughs> yeah. into the sunset yeah doing like a finish little pirouette or whatever <laughs> um, so that's it there's nothing really more to that story that's just a, a little interesting well it was he, he survived and got away so it's quite wholesome it's quite a yeah. wholesome yeah. end we finished on a, on a good one just nice like the news story. always ends with a wholesome yeah. article this is what I, I said this I said this to Gina that the news always ends, and she was like, "No, you it did say this." On I was like, "Fuck!" The last episode as well. Oh, yeah. did I? Did I yeah, mention yeah, yeah, yeah. the Christmas Eve episode? I did that because she was sat there. Yeah, it always <laughs> end on something a little bit, you know, a little bit yeah. nice, just so you're not like left with a sour. Is, is that because we ended? Is that because we ended the Christmas episode on a nice story, and I said that exact same fucking thing? I think you. Probably. I think you I said it before ended, that, yeah. and then we did end yeah. it on the nice episode. And you was like, "See, yeah. we even ended on a nice episode." <laughs> you done exactly what you just. Done. I was. I was pissed. Oh, I was I was getting there. I was merry, wasn't I? I was, a lot of people have told me they were like the cunt count was hot <laughs> yeah. on that on that episode. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, I think I think we that was like a formula that we need. We agreed to move forward with from now on. It was. <laughs> yeah, at least three beers. Yeah. 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 Well, because like, I, I like I said, I think whilst, did I say this off air or early on when we started recording? But I'm trying not to drink in the week. Yeah. Uh, but maybe next cast. Well, if we do it on a 
like a Sunday or something. Weekend, that's the yeah. weekend, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll right. have four beers. We'll, we'll schedule that <laughs> that's in. That's all I need, mate. Yeah, we'll schedule yeah. it. All right. Well, it's good to chat again. It's been a minute. It's been it's been a while. It has. I think yeah, the last time we recorded was like early December, maybe I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, Christmas yeah. Special. It was it was just because well, it was um, we recorded only a few days before Christmas, didn't we? Squeezed it in. Oh yeah, of course. And yeah, uh, yeah. You, you're going to play us out, Rob. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play us out with a live solo. All right. All right. <laughs> play us out. So stay yeah, tuned. Head over to the um, YouTube channel. Go listen to Malcolm's full interview, and there'll be more more content coming. Rob, just quickly, can you make a, like a UFO noise? You know, like you always say. I I, I ain't got a whammy bar. If I had a whammy uh, bar, I probably could. Like, I mean, Rob always just does the UFO noises yeah. with his I mouth. Can put on all the weird effects I've got from here, like. <laughs> no, is the answer. <laughs> I mean, if um, if UFOs do sound like that, I welcome the uh, <laughs> UFOs, the alien oh, yeah. So, everyone, um, yeah, like like Tom said, go over to the YouTube channel. <laughs> so obnoxious. <laughs> go over to the YouTube channel. Go onto Spotify to listen to Rob's uh, debut uh, Curious Cast album coming soon, where he plays nothing but. Uh, ambient Just UFO noises, noise. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll be back next month um, for some sort of episode. Who knows what the, you know, what what the subject matter will be? It will probably be a more specific one, maybe than a, than a weird news, I guess. Yeah, that we we mentioned last episode the potential for a Valentine special. Whether <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. We whether that, that yeah. falls into place or not, we don't know. Yeah, let's do it. So we we'll see. But uh, yeah, thanks okay. everyone. Thank thanks you. for listening. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Rob. And uh, play us out, Rob. Bye. I don't know what I'm going to do, really. I just (laughs) fell. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I enjoyed the face. That's going to be the start of the the new theme. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nice one. We're just fucking about. Right, peace. Cheers, guys. (laughs) 